0: Welcome on this Sunday night. Welcome to Call to Action Live. We've missed you guys. It's been a while since we've gotten to see you, so we're happy to be here. Happy to be with you, my awesome co-host. To my right, I have Dylan. We haven't seen you for a while. Dylan, how are you? I'm so excited to be watching.
1: Oh, I'm excited to be here. I haven't got a chance to talk Schmodown, Intergeekdom stuff in a while. We've got a big tournament to come up on that, and I just had the... Ooh, I've got opinions. I've got thoughts, and I want to share them, so I needed to be on this episode.
0: Well, I'm extremely happy you are. And down below we have VPLD. How are you doing tonight, Paul? Oh, I'm
2: doing uh, okay. Okay, I, gotta, I will let everybody know. Like I'm the reason why we started late. I apologize. My computer died. It's bad. So I've been spending the last like two hours trying to jury rig my old laptop. I grabbed the camera, I grabbed the mic and threw it all together. And while I was testing it, I was on the action guide. I went to their action guide stream and I accidentally put myself on screen during it. And then all of a sudden they said, we're just going to keep you on. So I ended up staying on, <laughs> I- time, <It was>
3: totally-
2: <laughs> all of a sudden like, I just like, screwed up in between them. And I also noticed go- <laughs> and then- go, <laughs> and I take myself up and they put me on and they started, we uh, just like ended the stream that way. So I'm a little late because of that, I apologize, but we're here, we're ready to go. I can't wait i have a lot of talk i have a lot of hot takes about energy too i think we're gonna have to see how this works out
0: i'm interested to see because i don't even know if my takes are hot we'll have to find out i'm excited to talk about it we'll find out we'll find out all right well all right, we'll to start off there's been a lot that's happening this week especially on twitter and social media and things like that and we just wanted to kind of talk about it briefly so we can move on and talk about the match and things like that so what were you guys' opinions dylan and paul on the controversy things that happened on twitter
3: well,
2: I'll, I'll let you lead on this one. Let me lead. Okay, I'll lead on this. Uh, <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, well, shit went down. I mean, obviously, it's been a world, it's been a uh, weekend, week and a half just in the country and the world in general. Um, heated emotions for everybody. Uh, people get angry. They say things. Um, it's it's not acceptable. Some things are unacceptable. Uh, I don't want to get into too many details. Obviously, RMB had his. His his moment where he he got angry about something and he just expressed himself in a very 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 extremely poor manner. Um, but it, Rb3 called him out on it. There was a meltdown on both sides. It, it was actually kind of a sad week for the boy community. Um, I do like that. Uh, they were able to hash it out together behind the scenes. Rb and they had a, they talked about it on the phone. Um, Rb not being around anymore. It is what it is at this point. you, you got to kind of take the consequences of what happened. Um, but everybody behind the scenes, at least the communication is there. We're moving forward. Uh, fair enough. I mean, you could you can argue both sides. I get what you're saying. But at the end of the day, it, it happened. We are communicating. We are moving on the best we can. Um, and hopefully, we, everybody can learn from that and move forward in a better fashion and better communication. So that's what it's all about. It's about communication.
1: Yeah, I would, I would definitely echo that in saying that, you know, say what you will about the whole thing. Um, There's a lot of passion on both sides, not always invested in the right places, but um, I think a lot of do, gift and curse of being a guy in this society, we tend to speak out in anger instead of one of the other emotions we should be portraying. You know, we get mad and we act out. Not, that's not an excuse, but that's how it went down. Um, seeing how there was a statement today saying that there was conversations between our RB and RB3, um, and seeing that they're taking that and moving forward, you know, say what you will, I, I think that I'm, gl- I'm glad that the discussion happened and that they're moving forward and taking that to show unity on what, you know, essentially is them trying to say they're both on the same side, even if they go back different ways. Um, finding middle ground is important. So I'm glad that they were able to do that. You know, again, yeah, R&B um, being out for the season and, you know, all of that. I mean, that's, that's consequences, but you learn from consequences and you learn from your mistakes and you move forward and be better, better people for it. So I'm hoping that's a big takeaway there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Um, communication is key right now. We need to talk to each other. If we do have opinions, have a dialogue about it. You know, that's like I feel like the most important thing. And I'm glad they were able to do that. So
2: Absolutely. Let's go and talk some schmodown down. Let's talk some that. schmo
0: down now. Let's
2: mm. talk <laughs> Let's do it.
0: All right. Well, this week we had an amazing play in match for IG uh, with Goddard versus Vivoja. David. David. Thank you, David. I've yeah,
2: time, too, for a long time. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, and, oh, my gosh, just starting off right off the bat, the promos for this were so funny, so spectacular. Kate and Grace together, I think, is just, like, the perfect duo.
2: They <laughs> <laughs> really are. I mean, Kate is funny as hell, anyway. Uh, Grace has had a great, sarcastic dry wit about her. I, I could listen to her talk all the time, and I'm just like, like damn. Everything she says, I just feel like, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the synergy there is always so just nice, and I I love that Kate fits this very unique role of being like truly beloved but totally heel still. Like
0: she's <laughs> on that because she's so good at it.
2: Close yeah. that line perfectly.
1: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> great, and to have that have that juxtaposition between her and Grace, just Grace is just playing the heel through and through, not beloved at all. Just dry get it as you get it, man. Oh, that's that's awesome to see, like. Yeah, just seeing all that, Kate's whole, all the banter, all the promos leading up to it. This was this had a lot of buildup with it promo-wise going in, you know? A lot more than I thought it was for just a play-in match. It's big.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it's amazing when you think about how well Goddard has done. Um, I had my doubts at the beginning of the year when he came on. I thought he was pushed by being on SCN. He obviously had that uh, vehicle that other rookies didn't have. Uh, so he was able to get into the league, get in there. But at this point, I mean, he's, he's winning every place you put him. Uh, it's not always been the smoothest sailing, but he, he's getting it done, uh, uh, and this match was no different. He he played very well, well enough to to get by Vavita, who's a solid, strong competitor. So I mean, I, I like what he, I like. I gotta say it right now: he's in candidate. Uh, Christian put up a poll at one point about rookie of the year so far, and I think he's got to be officially the rookie of the year as of right now give uh, Robert Parker a little bit of time and uh, we'll, uh, a few more matches and then we'll find out if that still holds true. But as of right now, how can you vote against him? He's had the most, partially because he's had the most matches. First of all, he's only had the most matches. So yeah, he a, but he's won all of them. That's the, that's the thing.
1: I think it's done a lot to see somebody be a cross division player, win all their matches and still be moving up, especially as a rookie. I think that is super impressive. Um, and not to take anything away at all, like, you know, I would say right now, yeah, uh, Goddard's definitely running number one for rookie so far. Again, there's still a whole tournament and things to be all determined by the end of the day and the year goes on. But I think it'll be interesting to see Goddard facing people, I guess of the appropriate tier, right? Like, it, at this point, I think Goddard's shown enough that he can definitely, not saying compete at a championship level, but, you know, if we had to say, like, A tier, S tiers champions, like, A tiers are like people who can definitely – in contention for a champ like a shot run any given chance i'm ready to see some real hard competition against that outside of explanation um Mm -hmm. you know he had a great showing in the lord of the rings one um yeah but and you know he did excellent on that so i for that i'm really excited to see his ig stuff go forward i think he's gonna be a real dark horse as far as that stuff goes but um across some of the other visions yeah i want to see him go for Pound for pound, against people who are really like right up on that level. Some of those people who are like, okay, he shouldn't be winning this match. I want to see. If he wins
2: it. Yeah, that's very true because he hasn't. He's only beaten everybody he's beaten has been of the, I don't want to say mid tier level at this point, but he hasn't. He, he's earned his way now to go face the upper tier and see where he actually stands. But he's been in it. But all you can do is play who you're placed against and uh, how you play the game. He's Played the game well. He's played the game well enough to be four and zero in three different in three different teams at this point. So I don't know. I don't know how to see how it goes with them. But nope.
0: all right. Um, Another thing I'd like to talk about before we go into the actual match is just how amazingly edited and everything the whole match was. Where I didn't miss that it wasn't in a studio. I really didn't. The the promo is still there. the everything just it still felt the same to me. If not, even maybe a little bit better, just because. You know, it's just, it's very interesting and new dynamic to get to see the way this is filmed and put together. So, Nerd Chronic, Eric, bravo. It was very- As always. As always. always. <laughs> I had to point that out, because I was impressed. I mean, I knew it was gonna be good, but I'm just like, this this is perfect. Like, this, like this is flawless. it's amazing. All right, so the Play NIG match we have. Round one was an interesting start. It was started off, Pretty, pretty even. It like they were going at, at both getting all the answers right, and then um, um, Vivida did get a four wrong, and Goddard did get one wrong. So it was almost a perfect round for Goddard. He just did, did get that one one wrong. So that was a pretty good round one. I was impressed.
2: Yeah, Vivida Vivere, uh, is interesting to me so far. It uh, seems like he has. Uh, the base knowledge there is the first time in the intergeekdom. Uh, first time singles, interge- uh, not being a part of a team, not singles, but not being a part of a team. Uh-huh. He has a lot of base knowledge, his knock was always whether he could play the game. Um, but I would do think he, he he discovered some holes, at least intergeekdom-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't, you know, he, it's tough to be in the intergeekdom league with these players like this time. Um, they It seems like if you miss a round one question or two round one questions, it's it's a tough tough uphill battle at that point, yeah. Um, especially because like I mean I don't want to say the questions are the questions have been toned down for round one as it is. So once yeah. you miss it, I mean if you miss one, it's okay. You might be able to make it, but otherwise it starts being problematic. he was in a hole at the end of round one already. It looks like yeah. Ben had a solid solid uh, hanging handle on it. So we got you. Uh, yeah, that's a good point there. I don't know—is this sugar? Is this Justin? not know either way. Love you guys. Love you. Love you guys very much. He's missed only two questions in round one in four matches. That's that's yeah. what a player. That's what a player has to do.
1: Yeah, um, Ben definitely showing of that level that you know he's been touting on for a while that he wants to sit there and show he wants to compete. He wants to compete. He, I remember we—that's all we heard from Ben leading up to his debuts and even at um, Spectacular the season before. You know, he was so hungry to go in with it. But, you know, honestly, I think from this IG matchup, uh, Vivido was the one who really surprised me going into it. Because uh, promos and stuff aside, we've seen him have some good knowledge debuts and, um, you know, the singles division and teams divisions with that. You know, he definitely still needs to learn a lot about the game. But, you know, movie-wise, you know, I think knowledge is, is there. It's rounding out. It's not, as, it's not like championship level yet, but it's pretty solid. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing him come into this IG match, he got a lot more questions, got right than I thought he would, and um I, I think it is very much the difference of being able to study he even mentioned himself that like you know he was studying on and we'll talk more around two here in a minute um you know on the harry potter stuff and it just goes to show that yeah the studying level is a lot deeper in ig and and um, star wars as well both of these divisions are you can't just study at like a level you could with singles or teams you have to study that next next level below that
2: yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And that's gonna be that's gonna be uh a problem I think in general is that he just if he's gonna have to either commit or it's not gonna happen. Like yeah. he, he's one of those guys he seems to like to just go play and have a good time and that's fine, but it's just not the, that's not the same league anymore as, yeah. as we've seen. Uh can he hack it at singles, maybe as a less intense competition. Uh, not intense competition, intense uh, as far as intense focus goes. Right, yeah. Potentially. Um, I would like to see him get a shot in the singles tournament and see what happens. Um, But, yeah, at this point, I I don't think Intergeekdom is going to be set up for unless he decides to go all in. He's either got to go all in or not go at all pretty much at this
1: point. Yeah, but split attention from him. I don't think it's going to favor him in IG at all. I think he really needs to commit to the singles teams division. He has a base Mm -hmm. knowledge there. I think he just pursue that
0: yeah absolutely yeah i think splitting between multiple divisions just definitely does make it harder for you certain players are able to do it but i think it's also that's just they watch all these movies anyways it's not like they're specifically having to go out to watch them so it and also some people just i don't know re, retain things a different way than other people so they don't need to study as vigorously per movie if that makes mm-hmm. sense so it's just IG is hard enough and I'm trying to do multiple leagues i can't i i can't even imagine <laughs> All right, and then round two, um, we had both opponents' choices. So they both got to you know, do a little dig at each other, starting yeah. with Goddard, who uh, was given scores and soundtracks, which I love scores and soundtracks, but that's a terrible category for me. I don't know
2: which you <laughs> all. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, he definitely showed that that's one of his weaknesses. Um, mm-hmm. got to he's gonna have to go up on that one definitively to uh, move forward at this point. Um, it just seems like,
3: uh,
2: and that's again, if you have a weakness like that in IG, then that's going to be a killer for you. So I don't think Ben's going to be long for a tournament if he has a, a whole of that. Big, I mean, granted, scores and soundtrack is not something that gets spun a lot, but mm-hmm. once you show blood in the water, they're going to they're going to pass Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's something we've learned so much about, I mean, truthfully any division, but I I always say IG is such a tighter, uh, race in that way is that, you know, if you show even a little bit of weakness, then that is, that says everything about those divisions, um, scores and soundtracks. Uh, I think somebody even in chat mentioned earlier, something about casting stuff as well. Generally, I would probably say what your, your real life around the world stuff around the the actors, the directors, those kinds of things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Stuff that isn't really as fun to study. You know, you can't just go into lore for Lord of the Rings or what have you. You have to be like, oh, gosh, this this actor did this, right? I'm going to read so, the
0: cast list 20 times, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That generally, I think, tends to be the biggest weakness for a lot of the, you know, I don't want to say like mid-tier players or anything like that, but not championship level players yet. If you're looking into big weaknesses there, it is always the stuff that is outside of the movies that are still important. Um, and, you know, I think those are going to be big learning weaknesses, but it'll he's got enough time to study up on it and start to learn to be a better player, you know, uh, moving forward for Ben, I think it'll be a big step to see him take that next level and say, all right, am I going to push for that championship level stuff? Or am I going to be good just being one of these competitors who can get
3: to semifinals and tournaments?
2: Of course, we're going to find out really quick. We'll talk about that soon. We're going to find out really quick how, uh, <laughs> what he's got, and <laughs> the, the testicular fortitude he has for the rest of the IG tournament. Yep. We're going to find out pretty quick. So we'll get to that. we got to talk about the rest of the tourney at this
0: point. But. All right. And then uh, we have Vivida uh, getting also a opponent's choice and spinning away from Wizarding World. So that's what they gave him Wizarding World, which I always think is a pretty solid strategy because clearly there's a reason why they didn't want it in the first place. Um, and it, I think it worked out very well. Uh, ben did still three points during that round, mm-hmm. um, which had them ending it at 16 to 10. So what were your guys' thoughts on how uh, his round went? I... I could definitely see Wizard World somewhere he does need to brush
2: up on. Yeah, he said he brushed up on it. He said he studied it, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It doesn't seem like. This, to me, I mean, I'm a I'm a Harry Potter fan. I know enough about Harry Potter mm-hmm. that I felt that it was there mostly. I want to say easy questions, or but they if you studied Harry Potter enough, you probably should have got them. Um, he seems like he knew a few of them. It seems like he kind. He said in the interview afterwards, he kind of got into his own head a few times about a few of them. Um, he did a good job trying to maneuver around, checking down multiple choices mm-hmm. he could. Um, so he played the game better. That's one thing I do want to say about David yeah. is that he played the game a lot better this time than he had previously. So that's mm-hmm. going to be in his favor as it moves forward, uh, definitively. Um, mm-hmm. But I get it. Again, it comes down the same thing as we talked about Ben. He's got a weakness down IG that's pretty pretty able to be picked apart. That's what's the one I feel like Harry Potter is a bigger one because that's the one that I think a lot of other people are strong at.
3: Yeah. For scores yeah. and soundtracks, we'll you
2: can yeah. kind of maybe get away with because other people might not know it as well, too, so you might be able to not get the steals or you might not lose mm-hmm. the steals or whatever, but Harry Potter, if you miss out on they're going st- to be stolen from you.
4: Yeah.
1: People who love Harry Potter hate people who don't love Harry Potter. So going
3: into
1: this <laughs> one, this is not the division to sit there and be super solid or not great in one of those categories. Lord of the Rings, are there. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah, it's just it is one of those categories that you really can't have a glaring weakness on. And you know, I'll meet you halfway, Paul. Listen, I I love Harry Potter. I, you know, it's one of those things where it is one of those things. If I wanted to ever actually play trivia with it, I could probably study up on it because even the easy ones, I was like, I feel like I should know this. Like I've, yeah. I've read I've watched all the movies, I love this stuff. But yeah, I'm totally missing it. But there were some easy ones where I remember, I remember thinking, I'm like, yeah, you should know that question in IG. Like that is that is a category that you need to be doing really well in um unless you're just wanting to get knocked out in the first game of a tournament and that's speaks volumes where i think of what how that how the point range um went in from round two to round three you know um, we look on the other side with goddard and goddard got a one that he wasn't comfortable with this is in a strange way kind of a very pure match for a plan right having both opponents choice just kind of just says all right yes. let's see what what both of us out not necessarily our best are but at the raws worst that we can give each other there was no yeah. like advantages per se or anything like that. And I actually really like that for a play in match, especially with two people making um, you know, their debuts in the division. It really yep. shows say, all right, let's let's test your stuff. You got the worst possible case scenario, play through it. Um, but well, I, I I would definitely say Ben played a lot better in his round two than Vemada did
2: on his. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So All
0: right. And then going into round three, um, Ben didn't get to answer any of his questions. It was a TKO. Um, Fibita did get his two and three pointer, the Middle Earth and Indiana Jones questions, but got the Marvel one wrong, which Ben actually did point out that he knew the answer as we were going to the final conversations and things like that. So, yeah, we didn't get to see really Ben doing much in round three, but we we see some, yeah, got TKO. So that's great for points for the den. We got the extra point. So that's
2: absolutely that's solid. And poor Roxy, poor, poor, poor.
0: Roxy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Roxy. I feel so bad because she's put out really solid players, and it's just barely, like, barely not worked out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this could have gone the other way, but it just little things here and there have made it so it didn't. I would,
1: I would, say, in Roxy's defense, overall though, too, that it's, it's not for lack of talent on a roster or lack mm-hmm. of strength of her management either. You know, it is the case the matches are at an all time minimum right now. I mean, it is what it is. We've been figuring out how to adjust for so long and then we've got all the online stuff coming. So now it's all right. We get with the little matches we can. And you know, her hasn't really been the best. And obviously not being there in person, I think does a lot to sit here and discourage um, some of these players. who probably need that extra support there in person. You know, it's just different. You know, I, I don't feel the same way if Paul came to me on a bad day and I'm just zooming with him, you know, Paul rolls to my house and he's there in person and I get to hug Paul you know, with our mask on, six feet apart somehow. Don't ask questions. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: um,
2: Eighth grade, uh, dance style. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. <laughs> so it is one of those things where, you know, I, I think her player, some of her players are some of the players that need the most support in person and that really need that momentum in the room to kind of move that forward. Um, so I, does, I do think that hurts her faction more overall, but you can't also deny what the Den's been doing. Den's been cleaning up and Ben's a lot of that. Um, he's been getting matches. And he's been winning, and that's what you want out of a out of a player on your division. So you know, say what you will. Kate over here got a lot of crap for it when well, you know. Oh, we drafted Bagel Boy. We got a rookie on the team, and you know, that's paying off in spades so far.
2: It does seem like I will throw it in there that uh, one strategy you're going to see managers next. I think you should see managers next year. It's more about uh, visibility. Um, If you have somebody that's like a Ben Goddard who might be a rookie but has a lot of visibility in the space, you know, they're going to get matches more. They're going to get chances to get matches more. And when they have those chances, if they're able to to capitalize on it, you get situations where you're almost called rookie of the year so far, so to speak. All right. Fair enough.
0: All right. And then final thoughts on the match. It ended at 1615. Ben had some things to say during his post match interview, uh, saying that, you know, he has Parker next and he has no fear. He has nothing to lose. Uh, he is expected to lose. So he's either going to do what he's expected to do or he's going to it's going to be just this amazing match where he gets to dominate and win. So, I mean, that's a good mindset to be in. I feel like going into that match for sure.
3: I agree.
2: And we're gonna we'll talk about that soon as far as uh, predictions on that. But
0: <laughs> and then my final my final thoughts on uh Vivida is that his gameplay has improved. I noticed that as well. And he even, you know, commented like he's been working on that and I can tell that Rux has been working on that with him. Yeah. And you know, there's some tweaks he like he didn't remember that there's no repeats around three or anything like that. So he's still got some learning to do, but he's he's learning, which is definitely a very good sign. So.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean say what you will about Vivida, he's that guy is somewhere a very big diamond in the rough, you know. Um, I think he's. It says something that he is improving. I, I'm also on the other side where I'm like, all right, he, I feel like he gets a match once every other couple seasons, and that you know doesn't help to contribute on him not being able to learn the game better with that. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, though, you know, you, you either just you know it or you don't at a certain point, and I think that we're, we're seeing him improve, but. For me, I'm like, man, he's been a player since, like, what, season five or something like that? Maybe even before then, four or five, something like that. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, listen, I mean, we all, we all fall out of our element, but you got to bring it, man. I, mm-hmm. I think that I think that speaks more about his investment in Smodown overall more than the um, And I think that'll be, again, knowledge. There's knowledge there, but I think his biggest thing is it's got to be an investment if he really wants to push forward. Um, otherwise we're just gonna keep seeing one of these good knowledgeable players losing and and every one match he gets every season or so.
2: So pretty much, pretty much I think it's what's gonna be. Um I hope he does though. I hope he does. I do think he has he has great potential. Yes. Has great potential to be a championship level type player if he just goes all in. But whether he does or not's gonna be on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the manager may be pushing him a little bit. Maybe maybe Roxy will push him into yep. the gear a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, all right well moving on to the next segment of our show where we are going to speculate all the amazing matches are coming up in this tournament and joining us to be a part of this great discussion we have the one the only mr eric zipper how are you doing
5: Eric? I'm doing you. okay it, it's good to see all of you too how are you guys
0: not too do, bad. Do as as you can right mean, now. I mean, you know, considering,
5: <laughs> I, I need to stop asking people that. It's like, every, every time that I've either asked somebody that question or they ask me, the answer always starts with, like, a... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the world's a liar, but, like, my Everything, shoes are hot. <laughs>
1: yeah,
5: everything's bad and weird, but I'm alive. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, the bottles a- of whiskey are uh, getting smaller every time. And- exactly. Yeah. Every time I say, "How are you?" Every time, immediately afterwards, I'm like, "Oh, no. what did I do? <laughs> Like, "Oh, why did I do that?" I feel like the substitute is to, like, "How you holding up?" Because that at least acknowledges that yeah, everyone is doing terribly. Yeah.
2: yeah. Absolutely. Do the respectful nod.
5: We know. We all know. But but yeah, so you know, I'm surviving.
3: Yeah,
2: that's all we could say. That's not bad. It's not a bad thing at this point. So, (laughs) go ahead, Kelsey. Ready to have me on? on?
0: Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We are excited to be doing this. We have so much to talk about. We wanted like a really interesting point of view, and we're like, who should we get? Zip, absolutely. So here we are, ready to talk about. This, this glorious matches that are coming this up. This
5: bracket, you guys. This bracket, <laughs> man. <laughs> this, bracket. this bracket.
2: Let's ask you right off the bat, Eric. What did you think about your bracket? What do you think about your placement? And uh,
5: give us a loadout on your thoughts about the whole bracket in general. I was woken up to the bracket. The day it came out. Kaiser sent me a text that said in all caps: "Have you seen this?" And <laughs> <laughs> the picture of the bracket. Uh, and I hadn't seen it yet because I was asleep. Uh, and, I, and so I like woke up, looked at the bracket, and initially I was supposed to be playing against Janine uh, when the right. first bra- when the bracket was first released. And uh, so I was like, "Okay, that's you know, Janine is a is a." Scary competitor, like Janine is amazing. Um Absolutely. and uh yeah, and so that was initially a little like, okay, that's gonna be a fight. Then of course I saw Kalinowski in the same corner of the bracket as me. And I was like, okay, so if I make it past Janine, that's the like <laughs> that's the that's the that's
1: the no, stop it. You're doing it right now, you're doing it, stop it. You're Going to the finals, get that oh, attitude
5: <laughs> now. Obviously, I'm going to the finals. Obviously, uh, I can't wait to beat Kalinowski, but I definitely had that moment of just like that's a thing, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and then it got switched to playing against Emily Jacobson, and you know, it didn't my take on it didn't really change because Emily, as much as she had that first match where she didn't play amazingly, the improvement that she showed from her first match to her second match was huge, which means that she's willing to put the work in and willing to put the effort in that it takes to be a better player and to really prove that she belongs in this league, which I think she undoubtedly does. Uh, So I I think it's really important to not underestimate anybody. So as much as Kalinowski was kind of like, the big goal in that corner of the bracket right now my focus is worry about that later get past emily jacobson focus on the match that is currently in front of me uh and just not take it for granted because i've been putting a lot of work in but you just never know i mean as my recent match against stacy showed you just never know
2: God, that might be my favorite quote of the year from that match. though. your, your quote is one of my favorites in the year. <laughs> yeah, I,
5: don't know, what I really know, know, know what I know. She knows what she doesn't know. It's amazing. Uh, there's a comment on there's a comment on the YouTube video that made me laugh really hard. Where someone says it's almost like Stacy is more powerful when she doesn't know the answer, uh, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> it's amazing. It. it is. It is truly a frustrating thing to be. Up against. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: sure it's much worse being against it than watching from afar.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have to rename different names are just the lightning rod because I swear if you don't just get those one in a million like what in the world is happening in my match moments every match <laughs> like oh man
5: <laughs> <laughs> story of my life man it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, should we let's break down this tournament then? Let's yeah. go let's match it. by match and let's see sports. what we are our thoughts are. We're like sports style, exactly. Right.
3: Right.
0: I'm pressured so much.
2: <laughs> well, we already talked about David and Goddard, of course, with the other players. So let's mention the other play and match that's coming in. We got Greg yeah. Alba versus the Warfather. I don't know. This one to me seems like another very interesting piece. I'll start off by saying my own thoughts. you got Warfather who has played in the division before at least. He, so he's shown how he's got the, the knowledge at least. You have Greg Alba who's been in the league for a while, but we don't know how strong he is in this particular division. Um, but he has also studied a lot. So I really think this is one of the first toss-ups. I'm not certain which way we're going to go on this one. How do you guys feel about this?
5: i uh i think that both of the real rejects i think that both john and greg actually kind of fall into that same category of players like stacy in that you really never know which version of them is going to show up um they're i don't want to use the word inconsistent but you know it's it's the way that the league works is you only know what you know. And sometimes you're going to get asked about things that you don't know, but every now and then it will just line up in their favor. And they have a lot of knowledge as much as there are gaps. When the match lines up with their knowledge, they're both scary competitors. Uh, So I think that Greg might surprise us or he might not. It's like, it's a flip of the the coin. Uh, Yeah. As for Warfather, uh, we've seen him in that one match, and I think it's going to all come down to how much studying is he doing? How much work is he doing? That's true. That's true. Yeah,
1: yeah I echo that. Um, you know, I think that Warfather has had – I mean, he's, he's not had, like, the super strong showing. It's not blown of the water, but it's been good. I mean, you know, he's, he's played round three, he played all the way across, and he played well. Um, I think as a game player, he's got that solid, and he's definitely favored because he's had more IG experience than Malva. Um, but exactly right, though, man, Alba is one of these players who it, it could just, you know, if the cards fall just right, he, he will just blow you out of the water in this most insane way that you remember you're like, oh, man, these guys are real heavy hitters whenever, like, it lines up. And it lines, I, especially after, um, you know, their tag team showings more again recently, I'm I'm actually leaning towards Alba on this one. I, I like it good. Oh, he's a true player. nerd.
0: Yeah, he is like
1: yeah. I, yeah he is one of the people who generally likes to geek out. He loves showdown, and I think if he's in this content with IG, I don't think they put him there for like just to sit there and have a player in the like. They could put any other player in that faction, and they put Greg Alba. So I think it says a lot to have some faith behind the player. And Alba is by no means a slouch in this game at all. So not I, at all. The difference between him and David, I was mentioning earlier. You know, I, I think Alba's invested in this game. He wants to be good in it, and I think that he wants to also be knowledgeable in the stuff. I think that's a big difference in how we're gonna see play. um And yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a lot closer than people give it credit for. Uh, odds are yeah. probably probably like what six four seven three for Warfather on this one. Nah, I, I think Alba's gonna come in hot, and it's gonna blow a lot of people away.
2: Right, Arthur.
0: So. <laughs> I actually feel similarly. I think alba has got more experience just overall. Maybe not in IG, but just as a player in this world, he's got more experience. And we that did great in that round. I mean, that batch he was in for IG the first time, but I just I feel like that just that gameplay experience is going to help. So I think it kind of really just relies on like who's been studying what, and what people spin. But part of me really would like it if Warfather went further on because I want to hear all about Mark Ellis uh, War Daddy jokes that would happen at the desk. But, <laughs> but you know, if I miss out on those, yeah. it's fine.
5: <laughs> it's a small price to pay. <laughs> it's a small
0: yeah. price to pay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go against each other. I think I'm gonna go Warfather. I do think Alba has a great shot of course, I think I do think it's gonna be close. Uh, they both have had some misses, which are I don't say surprising, but they have uh, some holes that they've had. Uh, I do think Warfather playing in the IG division before will give him enough of an advantage, uh, whereas Alba. I wonder if Alba sometimes lets his. I don't, know, I don't want to say character. It's not character, but he kind of lets his. He's got that. Devil may care attitude, kind of. He's a, goof. He he's a goof, he's
3: a big goof, exactly,
2: <laughs> exactly. So, he has his goofiness about him, and sometimes he thinks that he doesn't take it as seriously. And it's not a bad thing necessarily, but it might hurt him in a tournament style, maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna, I, my gut says Warfather, just barely around though. So, all right, there we go. So and, Eric, what did you have a final? What did you say? You kind of went, well, you're gonna go with Greg? Yeah, I got to
5: so. um, go, and you with know, Greg? and then. Similar to similar to my situation, though whichever one of them wins is going to have Kalinowski waiting for them as the next matchup, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> uh, so, who knows? Who knows? That whole corner of the bracket is is going to oh. be. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine.
3: You're gonna be excellent, <laughs> dude.
5: You're
3: gonna
5: you be Merle, okay? <laughs> True.
2: <laughs> All right, well, let's then uh, we'll move on, go back to the other side of the tournament, we'll go start and start from the top and go down. We got the barbarian versus Adam Hlavic. Now, Adam has a lot of experience in the IG, barbarian doesn't have any experience in the IG, but I at this point, until something else happens, I can't see Barbarian losing much at all. He just seems to not miss anything, unless it's a specific. I seen on video jurors trivia is where i will miss on a specific movie, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, he, the guy knows the game. He knows trivia. He seems to know. not... I've heard a lot of people behind the scenes saying how much he's been helping them. Just different ways of studying, different knowledge oh. pieces. I sat right. next
5: to him during some matches, yeah. and that guy, that guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to think this is going to be. I'm not gonna. I don't want to predict
2: TKO or anything like that. But I think this is going to be an easy going barbarian match. That's my my own gut at this point.
0: Yeah, I feel similarly. I I am gonna go with Barbarian, because I do watch him on Video Chronic the quizzes all the time, and even in movies, he says he's not very familiar with. He still does well. Like he, you know, it's like even like. And so, I think he's just he just has that. Like, that file system in his brain where even if he doesn't think he knows it, it's there. Just give him a sec to pull it. And I I love Hlavik. I think he's an amazing competitor, but Barbarian's scary. (laughs) He's a scary competitor.
5: As someone who's played against and lost to Hlavik, though, (laughs) if the wheel goes his way... It could be a totally different story. I think that he is one of those players that, if luck is on his side, can stand up with those high tier players. Uh, it's all going to come down to how it shakes out. Uh, and same with Barbarian. I really only know. I mean, the guy is very scary in in singles, you know. But it, intergeekdom is it's a it's a different part of the brain. It's like uh I, like you said on Drew's show he has shown that he has that muscle of like those little plot details mm-hmm. but you just never know because some of the stuff they ask about is just like why? so you just <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you just never know
2: uh, I, I have a feeling the question writers like they look for the worst movie as possible and we'll go deep dive into them because <laughs> they just want to <laughs>
5: torture the hell out of you guys sometimes <laughs> yeah absolutely (laughs) i'm not you know what i'm not gonna watch jonah hex i'm sorry i'm just not gonna do it
1: (laughs) i'll lose every match that jonah hex could ask for my five that is Is
5: there that's fine that movie is 81 minutes long and i'm still not gonna watch it
3: it's 81 minutes (laughs) too long (laughs) uh
2: so all right i got barbarian and barbarian all the way through you think then Or, or uh
1: uh yeah man i don't know it's it's hard for me to sit there and not say barbarian if you're talking about rookies with incredible foundations of knowledge like barbarian is pound for pound arguably at arguably at a champion level already like he, the hype has been real every time he's gone into a match um so I'm, at the same time though Ad, adam Ladwick is no slouch in this division we've seen him no. come strong early in He's had good showings multiple times across. He is a player. Uh, you
2: know, I think this is going to be a third round uh, match for sure. I don't see anything as a TKO. I think so. I, mean, I,
1: yep.
2: I, I threw that out there as a as a, as a possibility, but I, I do not – and I don't want anybody to think I disrespect Adam. Awesome. I think he has a bunch of things. But if, if, the, if the wheel goes the wrong way for Adam, I think Barbarian could yeah. be a TKO. But I would not – I would expect it to go three rounds, so.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to be a three-rounder for sure. Um, Barring an opponent's choice on the LAVIC side, uh, he's – again, man – I mean, we haven't seen him in IG for a while, so I think that just gets lost in in the void. But he's a dude – like, he's a dude in IG, man. Like, he's not a bad player at all. Um,
2: I I really am interested to see Barbarian in IG, though. I want to see – because, I mean, it's potentially – I almost feel like until we see otherwise he could be, I don't know, I wouldn't even mind seeing him start, try Star Wars. Cause I feel like he could be a beast in
5: all four leagues possibly. I think he has that knowledge from what I've heard. So yeah. The other thing about Barbarian is that he is a truly, and I say this with love, the guy is awesome, but he is a truly weird dude. And being opposite him at the desk, really might throw you, you know? It's like, I have no idea what that's going to do for Adam. Barbarian has Elvis. He has Elvis. guy that he talks to. And when you're trying to think of trivia questions and the guy next to you is doing that, okay. who yeah. knows what it's going to do to your brain? Yeah, when he keeps petting it, like, that would, that would throw me off. I mean, that would... I would be like, "What are you?" And then all of a sudden, you know, the oh. question, the answer is just go. Yeah. Uh, um, so So you
2: answer Elvis, you know, we know that he's on your mind pretty much. Yeah, yes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
2: yeah. So I'm I'm gonna say the win goes to Elvis. Okay, Elvis. That's true. I still want to check. I still want to check him for the uh, you know a headpiece or earpiece or something with Elvis. No, right?
3: He's like. <laughs>
2: I'm kidding. Everybody's going to take that seriously. I'm kidding. So anyway. If it's one of those like only barbarian
5: can hear him situations, that doesn't seem fair. Yeah. Like a magical talking animal friend that only he can hear that That seems like cheating to me. (laughs) (laughs) From the gods. (laughs) All right. Well,
2: let's uh, move on to the next one. We got Janine, the machine. Like we said, versus John Humphrey. It's a little switch up in how it was going to be, but uh, Mm -hmm. I think this is another one of those interesting matches where we don't know where it's going to lie. Get to see some people going to the IG first. Janine has always been one of those players that we it's it's been long well documented, probably one of the best players. Never won the belt, never won a belt. Always seems like she's on the cusp of uh taking that next step, um, but never quite getting there for whatever reason. No, no fault of her own. Um, seeing her and her intense study habits going into the IG division, I know she's studying hard, she's mentioned it quite a bit. Then you got John Humphrey, who has that huge free for all still uh carrying him for a (laughs) while but he 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 proved himself that he has that knowledge that if he gets in that role he's hard to stop um again especially that will be the case yeah Yeah. right and because he's a true geek just like we said with greg is a similar similar style they definitely love the inner geek stuff. so maybe this is the kind of thing he will just take a run on uh if i had to pick if i'll pick before I throw it to you guys I'm going to go with Janine because I think she has the experience and uh, the big match experience, and she's ready to kind of take that next step, at least to get a couple of, a couple of wins in the tournament under her belt, maybe. So I'm going to go with Janine, but uh, I'm interested to see if you guys can change my mind.
1: I'll, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got you, Paul. Here we go. All right. So in a match with two IG debuts of uh, uh, strong players with excellent bases of knowledge in mm-hmm. totally different water. You gotta give it to experience, and I'm not gonna change your mind. It's gonna, i am with Janine on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I like
2: what you did there, though.
1: It's uh,
5: going with Yeah, that. you had me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's done with this one, right? It's their, both of their debuts, as far as I can think of. I'm pretty sure it is. So it's it's both their debut with that. They're both strong competitors, but at the end of the day, if you're gonna sit here and split hairs and say they're pretty even in all those capacities. I'm going to say I give it to Janine because she probably wants it a lot more than Humphrey. You know, It's the same thing with her. She is a player who wants to win, wants to succeed, and both of them have the capability to do so. But nine out of ten times, I, I'm likely to say that Janine's a hungrier player. And I think that that's going to do a lot more to push her into wanting to rent the round over John.
3: Yeah,
1: that's
0: my opinion as well. I think... Jean is so hungry for it. I know that hard she's working for it. She is studying. She's watching movies. Her, her study group is one of the best study groups I think there could be. And so, like, I think she is ready, and she, I think I have her getting it. I feel like it's going to be a close match. It's going to be a solid match. Very But I've, I've got Jeanine pulling the win for this one.
5: Yeah, I – i probably give a slight edge to her as well. I really think this is another one that could go either way. That's going to be super wheel dependent, super category dependent. Um, but I think that you're right, that she is probably preparing more. She probably is a little hungrier for it. Um but again, that could just be me projecting based off the fact that John Humphrey is like a really chill dude. He's right. just like a really right. nice, really chill guy. Um, yeah. He's a delightful guy to have a conversation with. So I might just be thinking like, he's chill. He doesn't care. And I could be totally wrong. You know, for all I know, he's built a fortress of note cards around himself. You know, <laughs> there's no way to know. Um, but based on who has been more vocally... Uh, active and hungry for it. I think you guys are right. I think I'm gonna give a slight advantage to Janine here. Yeah. I will toss it out there. And
2: again, I still I'm still pecking Janine, but there is the chance. You know, Janine, we all talk about how Janine wants it so much and she's so hungry for it and John's so chill. That actually could work the opposite direction because she could get Mm overamped about it. She could feel the pressure Mm -hmm. on it. And if John Humphrey's just kind of like, ah you might take advantage of that kind of thing and just roll with it. Get out of roll. So that's a possibility. Yeah,
5: one hundred percent that can happen. Yeah, you you really never know. I I have I have definitely psyched myself out before by wanting it so badly. You right. know, that's it's a thing. Absolutely. Until so you get over that
2: hump, so sort of, she feels like i has got a hump to get over. So she gets over that hump. That's that's gonna kind of plague her, I think, a little
5: bit. Yeah. So. All right, all right. I think it's going to be a good match either way. I think that I one is going to be uh, one of the more exciting first round matchups. I'm very excited for that match.
2: I am too, very much so. I'm also excited for the next match we're talking about. It's the renewal of a rivalry. You got Chance Allison versus Paul Ayama. Oh, that's a built in rivalry. Right? You already know this. It's been a long time coming for this showdown. It's like yeah. anytime you get them together, it's like gold. So you throw them in the first round in this ID tournament. Oh, I can't really can't wait for that one. I know, I know from hearing from Chance that Chance is hungry as best comes to this. He wants to beat. He wants to win. He wants to win the tournament. I think he wants to beat Oyama more than he wants to do any of this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this is the one match that he
1: absolutely needs to win. To him, like you know, you
2: <laughs> do. And I, I'm gonna say I'm. Gonna give him the edge. I don't know why. I love some he Poyama. He's a he's a friend of mine as well. I love them both. I do think that Paul Paul has found himself better in the team matches recently. I mean his last singles match wasn't, wasn't the greatest. Yeah, he, uh, he, he had some, some sure. struggles, of course. Um I think chance had that little bit I, that one IG match we kind of felt him spelled his way around. Uh, I think he's ready for it. I, and Chance has been playing lights out. I haven't seen it as much. I feel like he hasn't been seen as much because it's been with Kalinowski and been with as a team member. But he's been the one carrying corruption as far as in the tag team. Not, I, not, I shouldn't say carrying, but he's been the A player who's been really strong yep. the whole way Definitely. through. Yeah.
3: Uh,
2: so I think, I think he's ready. I think he's hungry. I think that Chance has this one. I, that is
5: my call. Uh, all right. All I think right. I'm going to go Paul. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go Paul. And and you know, obviously I'm loath to say it, as his former partner, uh there's, you know, there's some some residual harsh feelings there, but uh as someone who has played next to him, who has studied with him, who has been privy to his process, uh I think he wants this. I think he wants to prove that he can hang in this league as well. Uh and I think that he just I don't know. I just think that, given the rivalry between the two of them, and given the way that it went last time, I think there's a larger chance, uh, <laughs> a larger chance of chance getting psyched out by the matchup than of Paul getting psyched out. Absolutely. Um,
1: yeah.
5: That's absolutely legitimate. I can say. I can see that as well.
1: I. God, this match. I this. I won't lie. in in all of the round one matchups. Sorry, Zip, This is the one that stuck out. I'm like, I am tuning into this one exactly on the dot. There is so much rivalry there. So much. <laughs> like this in a singles division is a championship match. Like this in IG is just this crazy thing. Like it's
5: going to be a slugfest. Like for crazy. sure
1: a brawl and knowing that there's <laughs> so much like heat and blood between them before even getting into showdown and seeing this kind of carry on knowing paul's got the w on chance in there last time they played man strangely enough though i i've done a little show called triple a meg's knows in the chat she's she's on it and we've talked about stats for a while and every time i see top five tops like whatever players chance and his accuracy is just so damn intimidating so my brain really wants to say Chance, but my gut, oh boy, if I don't want my boy Paul Oyama, and because he's also really on my fantasy roster. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so yeah. you're invested. You have a personal I, investment. I, in his I history. am so invested in Paul. <laughs> 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 That's Just absolutely cool. fair.
1: Um, I, my gut says Paul, though. It really does. You know, I'm going to ignore the brain on that one. Chance has had a showing in IG. He's had a one match. Paul hasn't yet for as far as Snowdown goes. And, God, though, I'm just so excited for this match. Either way, this is going to be a wild, insane match. But, yeah, I'm putting my stuff out there early. My gut and my heart says, Paul Yama, take me away, buddy. Go into round two with that stuff. It is so good. All
0: right. <laughs> All right. Well, this one is hard for me because I know both are extremely solid players. But I have had dinner with Chance for the entire time he is studying on his phone. <laughs> like not Yeah, he, he told
5: face. you he was studying, but who knows what he was looking at on and there. He was
0: talking to himself too. <laughs> but like, so I know like how invested in this game he is, how hungry he is for IG. I, I know he wants it really, really bad. I know Paul does too, but I don't know, like I so said, just from my experience with Chance, I, I I think he's got it. I think he's gonna pull the win for this one.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's 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 what we got with that one then. All right. Let's go down to the next match. Uh, well, there it is, folks. It's going to be the winner of the previous match, Ben Goddard versus Robert Parker.
5: <laughs> it's Parker. Do we really have to talk about this. Parker's going to be fine. <laughs> Parker's going to be fine. As as somebody who has been studying with Smets and Parker, Parker's going to be fine. <laughs> um Brandy, I know Brandy's in the chat and she
2: loves Goddard and I I'm sorry, Brandy, but you better get your boy a body bag.
1: <laughs> so. Guys, guys, listen, we're talking about Ben, the current lead of the rookies bandit here. Alright, show some respect.
5: Yeah, because someone keeps handing him matches. Listen, listen. listen. <laughs>
1: Let me be the voice of reason, all right? <laughs> he's had great showings with anything IG related that he's got to do so far. He's done pretty well in his first match in IG. But Robert Parker is also on my fantasy draft, so this goes right to Robert Parker. It's going to be a <laughs>
2: <fun>. <laughs> pretty much
3: yeah.
2: Uh, Robert Parker, like it's like the rookie of the year talk about rookie of the year has Ben going up, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Rob Parker's like. I'm going to put an end to that right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Parker going to give me so many
5: points.
1: Come on, Parker. Oh. <laughs> during
5: a recent practice session, uh, so, you know, Robert Parker, time zone-wise, is three hours ahead of me. Uh, and during a recent practice session, he was kicking my ass, despite the fact that it was like four in the morning his time. He was like <laughs> falling asleep and still destroying every question that came his way, right? So he's going to be... Bye. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: I'll go. With that. I Kelsey would love. I would love to be contrary to you guys and start this argument to be like, okay, <laughs> but I have Parker win. <laughs> I don't know how he cannot. He is, as I was saying, uh, barbarian scary. Parker's a hundred times even more scary. <laughs> yeah. So if I if he doesn't win, I will be shocked. So. <laughs>
2: Exactly. There's not much more to say about that one. So there we go. Uh, okay. So going to the other side of the table. First, we have Brandon Hannah.
3: Hey, the hero <laughs> of the whole thing. All right. Go ahead. go ahead.
1: I'll let you finish.
2: Brandon <laughs> Hannah versus Saul. I would love to sit here. And tear down Brandon Hannah because he turned on us. He turned on called Ash, he turned on the action Such Army.
0: Oh shouldn't on like
2: everybody. everybody. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't feel that hurt. He turned turning at everybody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it would be more hurt if he did turn on us. Like, wait, what, what why are you
2: turn on Literally, us? <laughs> this whole
1: podcast, whenever we got called out in that thing. What did we do?
0: What <laughs> yeah, is your
2: bad for Christ's sake?
3: Oh actually. <laughs>
2: Well, all I know is the answers are on your teleprompter, Brandon. So be studying hardcore. It's all I got to <laughs> say about that. Um, but Saul, we don't know anything about Saul as far as league goes out and matches go. He's been here and there. I did get a chance to hang out with Saul in spectacular time. And he did tell me a lot of stuff that he seemed like he was knowing. knowing. So I think he's going to be... I think this is not going to be a walk in the park. I think Saul's going to show up. I think he's going to be there. I think he's going to give Hannah a hell of a time. <sighs> I hate to say it. I think – I know Hannah – before before he turned on us, I know he was studying his ass off in the in some of the – he said it with Kevin for a while. He mentioned that at some point during the whole time with, uh, with Kevin on his – on the Hot Man show, the yeah. Hitman show. So I think he's he's hungry. I think he needs this. I think he knows he needs this, that if he loses this, it's pretty much end of story for a while. Um, I think he's going to beat Saul. I want Saul to kick his ass. I want Saul to take him downtown and just rub him a new one, teach him a lesson. That's right. But I think Brandon Hanna's going to do it. Grudgingly say that more. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys?
0: I I feel similarly. I feel betrayed. I am angry. I want to see him be destroyed, but I also know he's a solid player, and so I have to give him give him that. I guess if I have to give you something, I'll give you that. So I feel like he will beat Saul. I feel like it will be close. I do. I actually, having talked to Saul stuff, so he knows stuff. I, I think he does have a pretty good background knowledge. I haven't seen it though. I've just kind of from talking to him. But I I think the hitman's gonna win. Uh,
2: guys, guys, guys. How dare you? I am not saying I want him to win. I don't he want wanted. him to win. We
0: want to see him burn, him. but let's right. be honest. <laughs>
2: all right, here yeah, I'm, I'm coming
1: in with the redemption for you guys, all right?
0: All right.
1: All right. Brandon Hanna revealed that members of this podcast are having just delicious lunches with players. Yeah. And I'm getting no text advice for these at all. And you know I've stood against that from day one. I am a hungry hungry host. Let me eat. Let me <laughs> talk showdown. This is going... Strangely (laughs) enough to Saul, actually. Um, (laughs) Okay, all right. Total unknown uh, as far as that. Saul's great. I mean, lovely dude. Brandon Hanna was a lovely dude. But, um, bro, Hanna's biggest enemy is Hanna. He's not even playing Saul in this match. Five hours before he gets in that match, it's Brandon Hanna versus Brandon Hanna. The minute before that match starts is Brandon Hanna losing to Brandon Hanna. And then he's got to play Saul. He's mentally exhausted. Everything is on the line for him. Saul gets to come in smooth as the smoothest liquor you've ever cracked open. Just takes a sip, says, All right, let's play. And if he even knows half the stuff that he says he knows, man, that's mental game there is Saul. The advantage is so on him. That's
5: uh, yep. That's that why involved. I'm actually. I think I'm actually going to go Saul on this one okay. uh, for pretty much the reasons that you said. Uh, Saul is a totally unknown quantity, uh, and I love to be surprised by players like that. I love to have someone come into the league and just shock everybody, and I think there's a really good shot of that happening, right? Because he has been talking a big game. He says he knows all of this, and I have no reason not to believe him. Uh, and I think you're right, that if there is anybody who desperately needs this win, it's Brandon Hanna. And if there's anyone in this tournament that is going to talk himself out of a victory and psych himself out and lose to themselves, like you said, I think it would be him. So as much as he is a great player, and I think there's a, obviously a big chance that he could take this match, I think that there's a solid shot, or a solid chance of him doing exactly what you said and taking the win out of his own hands. So you know just because I like chaos, I'm going <laughs> to go Saul. I'm going to say Saul.
2: I'm changing my mind. I'm going to change my mind right here. And, and, first and the reason I'm, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do this, is I'm going to say uh? that there is one thing.
0: take my shell away from guys?
2: The one thing that Saul, we do know that Saul has in spades is a mouth. Yep. He yes. has a good promo. He has a good way. He can, I think he can get in Hannah's head. I think he'd be kind of like an Andrew mm-hmm. Guyish. He'll rip him on the desk a little bit. Not at the desk, obviously we're zooming, or whatever, but
3: yeah. he'll
2: have those zips come out and he'll zingers. And I think he might throw Hannah off. If Hannah is on edge, that's gonna that might toss him over. I'm gonna, you know, what? I'm trending. I'm gonna go salt. So yeah, I'm not a heel anymore, guys. I'm gonna go Saul all the way, Saul.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll be the resident heel here. I'll stay with my original. You say I had a- all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> right. Nobody's got him. Fuck,
2: Fuck Brennan Hanna and, <laughs> and the goat ass,
1: He knows he what he did, he did and why he knows
5: what he did. He knows yeah. He oh, knows there. the various things that he did. <laughs> so quite another
1: how dare he expose the other host?
5: I on went this to show. Lunch with you he was good, sir.
2: <laughs>
1: Seriously though, am I not getting these lunch invites, guys? Like we were at
0: the Zoom call the other day, like we had a Zoom lunch with like uh, Brendan Meyer and stuff like that. You weren't there. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I wasn't invited to that.
5: All right, I need to. Uh, I need to have a conversation with Brendan then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're starting to do Phil on this channel. All right, you're a host. We're moving
5: on. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, let's go on to the next match. We got Alex Damon versus Jen Kemp. Now, this was the one that to me is one that's completely no, – I don't know anything about Jen Kemp. I've heard great things about her. I know she's done some family stuff, I believe, and I've heard that she's ready to go and everything else, but I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, so it's always hard for me to pick. Uh, Alex Damon made his debut. Uh, is definitely not as strong in IG as he is in Star Wars, obviously, but that's not a surprise because – I don't think he can be as good as anything as he is in Star Wars. Uh, So, but he did a good job. He did a good job. He seemed like he was able to check down when he needed to. Able to make his way. He played very well in the Lord of the Rings exhibition, Uh, very well in in the exhibition indeed. Um, So, with that in mind, I can't, I can't really make an informed decision. But I think Alex Damon, I got to give the the nod to Alex Damon for sure. the the sheer fact he's actually played the game before. Uh, Jen hasn't, I mean, as far as the Schmodown goes, Jen hasn't played an actual match yet. Alex has the experience. I got to go with Alex.
0: Yeah, this one is, I am definitely don't feel like I have the background knowledge needed to make a really well-informed decision because I, I don't watch the family because I probably should, but I don't. Um, but I Alex Damon has the experience. I feel like probably watching him in IG, he realized I need to brush up on something. So I bet you he's been filling gaps. And so I think we will see a stronger Alex Damon in his next match. So I I'm going with Alex for that reason. So I think, I think he's, I think he wants to do well in IG. I think he's maybe not as passionate about it as he has star Wars, but I think he's excited for it. So I, I think he's working on it. So I have him winning. I, I hope
5: he is filling in those gaps because based on the matches we've seen, I think he might be the most wheel dependent player in this entire bracket. Yeah. Um, I think that he, I think that if he gets his strengths, he will, might just run away with it. But if he doesn't, who knows, right? We know we don't want him to get Star Wars. We know we don't want him to get Lord of the Rings. And as far as pretty much everything else goes, he's shown himself to be... Fine, right? Like you just never know. You just never know which way it's gonna fall. Uh, I I chatted with Jen at Free For All last year, um, and her geek bona fides are real. Like she knows what she's doing, and as much as she doesn't have the active Schmodown gameplay experience, she hasn't played in a match. Um, I think she's gonna surprise people. I really have a feeling that Jen might be one of the biggest surprises in these first round matchups. Um, it obviously could go Alex if he gets his strengths, but from what I've seen, from what I've actually seen of the two of them, I think she might be the more well-rounded player.
3: Okay.
2: Well, you definitely have more knowledge about it than I do, so I, I got to give that credit. So. All right, we'll
3: go with that. Then. Know,
2: and, uh, man, talk about an expert opinion. I,
1: I, I know I'm with everybody else on this one. I don't know about Jim. I, I'm inclined to trust Zipper on his opinion. Zipper's a smart guy. Love zipper. He knows I love him. I'm you know. smartish. I'm <laughs> smartish.
5: It's, you know, I I have my moments. He's smart you know, on various
1: topics, but... but you
0: know, <laughs> no, trust him a
5: Just don't ask me about anything math related, man. Fair, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
0: I'm with yeah. you there.
1: <laughs> I, I'm fine with math. Whatever, ask me. I'm a triple so <laughs> A. So, but if you're asking me on Damon versus that, oh man, I don't know. It's it's hard. This is one of those matches that has everything going for Damon, right? I mean, he's he's got momentum still, he's a champ still, he's won his last IG match, and Jen is debuting as a competitor altogether in this one. So that's that's not always the best way to go into it. Um but you know, yeah, his Atlanta match was it was rocky. I mean, it's the rockiest match we've ever seen of him, considering how much good how good he is in the Star Wars. So seeing an IG tiptoe into it, it wasn't like the strongest performance showing but he's winning me over after the Lord of the Rings um, exhibition match. I'm telling you, I had a lot more respect for his IG cred after that. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like that he is a studier and I think that he knows exactly how to study. Otherwise he wouldn't be so dominant in his own division with that. Even if it is IG, it's all a beast, but you know, yeah, I want to give it to him just because there's so much less factors going against him. He has momentum. Jen has a debut to worry about. Um, that's just
2: kind of where I'm landing, right? Okay, but I will argue back that, like what, combined, combined with what Eric said with what you said, he does have yeah, the Lord of the Rings exhibition match made you respect him more. I get that. But at the same time, that's still one other thing. He has Star Wars down. We actually did. I had heard before that he was a big Lord of the Rings guy. And it's not, that makes a lot of sense to me. It seems like a lot of you're a big Star Wars guy. You tend to actually like Lord of the Rings too. It's the two of the big franchises in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he has those two down, he might have those two down specifically, but it is the rest of the wheel I worry about. He doesn't get those categories, what can he do? Because he, he He had Star Trek, he was okay. Um, the Marvel movies he did, it seemed like he was okay, good, good, solid, but I mean, I don't know. And mix brings up an interesting point, too, is that uh, matches actually play in the favor of the family, so they've done this format sure. before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's- so is, the whole desk thing isn't quite as scary and not as intimidating because this is not as big of a jump from the zoom to the desk. It's going from zoom to zoom. Oh, yeah. There there are no light.
3: Yeah. There's no, no light. light. Exactly. That's true.
2: You can have the fan on you can have your beer, you know, whatever you need, whatever you need to, to be chill. So uh I So I don't know. We're gonna have to say I still gonna go with Alex for now, only because that's all I know. But my, I will say it's not as an important opinion. I think it's gonna be a good match, hopefully, and uh, we'll, we'll have to see where it goes.
3: Yeah.
1: Also by the way, she mentioned crunching numbers for one of our shows. Uh yeah, megs you're absolutely right. You uh you crunch those numbers, so you know what <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: uh, why we
5: hired her. <laughs>
1: make sure to check out McCarley. she's a hero around here so anyways you were
5: saying sorry oh no you're good uh i just think it's going to be interesting because i think it's going to be a display of two sort of different knowledge strategies against each other i think we're going to have a slightly less wide deeper set of knowledge from alex damon with a slightly less deep wider set of knowledge from jen so i think that it's all going to come down once again to the spins, you know, it's going to oh, come okay. down to the categories, it's going to oh, yeah. come down to to the strengths. Um to is it a well-rounded player versus a player who knows everything about certain movies, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh so we'll see. It's interesting. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh the well, next match will you definitely have a personal
2: stake in. Let's talk about it. Eric oh. Zipper versus Emily Rose Jacobson. Who? <laughs> who?
5: <Who's laughs> Eric Zipper? That sounds made up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Your
5: name's not laughs> that. that doesn't sound real.
0: <laughs> like an old
5: ego
2: for somebody. He's <laughs> <laughs> you
0: just, just like a, a comic book character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, uh, this is the one. I actually, I think this one. I'm not, not because you're on here, not a guest, but I do think I have you winning. I, I've been talking to Kaiser a little bit behind the scenes. Kaiser <laughs> is seeing your praises. Kaiser saying your praises. He says you're ready to go. That you have been tremendously improving throughout. And if you're talking to Kaiser, talking to Smith, talking to Parker. It's almost by osmosis. You can't help but get better if you train with those guys. Um, and you've always been a very solid player to begin with. Eric's he, a very solid player. He's had uh, some some of those moments, kind of like Janine, in a way, where it's been almost unfair that he hasn't gotten that to, to that next level. Something. I agree.
5: It is unfair.
2: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Uh, <laughs> it's a circumstance. So when you play the game, like you play it it's got to be a time where, like eventually something's got to happen for you. It's got to turn back in your favor somehow. And this might, and this is a good way to start. I think, yeah, I think you've got, what Emily has improved, but I think she's not quite there yet. So I think it's gonna be a good match, but I got her. I got her hands down. Thank you. Paul. Pay attention. Kaiser is
0: telling Mr. Eric
2: Zimmer. Mr. Eric Zimmer. Sorry. Sorry. Kaiser. All right. Thanks Kaiser. <laughs> I will call you. I won't call you Mr. Kaiser though. But I will call him Mr. Eric Zimmer. Yeah. Don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, yeah. Kelsey, why don't you get them no, will let Eric Clay shout Ladies. Right. Ladies first, there we go right
0: side. Yeah, I'm super Excited for this match, I adore Emily Rose, I think she's a really solid player But I also seen that she, I don't feel like has a super Ton of confidence herself at all times And I do feel like that can make a difference sometimes um, But I have also heard Great things from Kaiser about how much she's been working So I do have Mr. Eric Zipper winning it as well.
5: <laughs> Mr. Eric Zipper. Mr. B. <laughs> I'm trying to say nice things so about
1: you. Zipper, I've said so many nice things about you. All, but sure
5: That's it. true. You're, you're <laughs> almost too kind. So. Oh uh which is you why you need to balance I, it out a little i understand
1: right which is why i have to. All right. Me, ex-
5: <laughs>
3: uh, first of all so
1: no all right so let's, let's let's break this down guys right we have if we're talking about a more improved player in the ig division from their entry to where they are now i mean you have to put emily rose in there like her first round, like, I I, I honestly kind of love her first IG match against Winston because it is just such, like, this travesty of a match. Not a, against both of them. You could tell it was just one of these questions, like, all the questions went terribly wrong for them. And it was one of these things where they're, they're geeky people. They know, like, some stuff, right? But I've always said, I was just like, this match inspires that everybody could go play IG. Like, not at a great championship level, but it's inspiring, right? <laughs> And seeing her go from that to her playing uh, both in Atlanta and oh, the Against
5: one- Brandon. Yes, Brandon.
1: there we go, against Brandon. She brought it against Brandon. She tokened him did. a lot. Yeah. It's not a bad player. That being said, we are talking about Mr. Eric Zipper, right. the guy with the most unluckiest luck in possibly all of the Smodown division. <laughs> um, is it possible to Emily to take it? Absolutely, because I've seen Eric lose often. Um, <laughs>
0: however,
2: however. Dylan's going to guess
0: canceled. However. <laughs> I, I am
1: so much in favor of Eric. Like, Listen, Eric Zipper, Mr. Eric Zipper, is a star. This dude knows so damn much and has had so much luck run against him that his time is now. There's no way that it's not. All right, if you're telling me people who needed to win this one, some people would say Brandon Hanna. Some people might say Eric Zipper is the next person on this one who needs this win. Um, Listen, Zip has found a magical way of just being able to sit here and say, you know what, I'm going to own this. I'm going to go in there, I'm going to win it, and it doesn't matter. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to own it either way. And that passion that he showed in his last match – Bringing it all the way home. Who hired this one? <laughs> uh,
0: he just showed up. We don't know who wow.
2: <laughs> I blame Wow. I blame Danielle for hiring Dylan. That's
0: what
2: yeah. Yeah. better <laughs> no, not to defend herself. Like, I'll
1: blame her. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I? All right. I'm going to put some snake emojis into our chat. We know what exactly I'm talking about. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. Round all the way full circle. Man, Zipper needs this win. Zipper's going to take this win. And Zipper's going to do... Really, really well. Probably against Mike Kowalski. We'll see. Uh, that's that's my bold prediction
5: going in. Okay. Well, look. Here's the thing. You use the word "luck" a lot in there, and I have had bad luck, and that is exactly the reason that I am done letting luck determine the course of my matches. Yeah. Uh, I am not leaving this match in luck's hands. Uh, I have been studying, like crazy i didn't study in school studying is not a thing that my brain does like i it's not a habit i had i coast like in school i was like i'll get season B's. i'm cool with that like i just coasted i didn't study so now that i have something i care about enough to study for it and to put the work in it's been a weird sort of reevaluation because i'll be sitting at home and be like well, I guess I'm going to play some video games or flashcards, right? You know, like you just like all of a sudden, my all of a sudden my brain is like, or oh, I could study, and I'm like, who the fuck am I? Uh, but, um, so I am not leaving this match in the hands of fate. I am doing everything possible within my power to ensure that I'm going into this match totally prepared. And I actually rewatched my match against Adam Hlavik the other day, and I don't recognize that player. All of the questions that I missed in that match, I was like, how? How? I know that, right? I did not recognize that version of myself in the inner geekdom. Uh, So if people are looking at those matches and saying, oh, well, with that kind of inconsistent player, you never know. That's the Zipper, who's playing against Emily Jacobson, that's not the player that people are going to be seeing in this match. They're going to be seeing a much more prepared, much more confident, much more ready player, and uh, I think people are going to be very surprised. I'm liking the confidence
2: there. I'm at the confidence yeah, there. Good. All right. All right.
5: Okay. Well, then
2: let's uh, we'll end that with Mr. Zipper, and we'll go on to the next match, which is now, of course, we had the Alba Warfather uh, winner versus Mike Kalinowski. Ah, uh, Mike Kalinowski. This to me is one of the more interesting matches. I think a lot of people have KO winning hands down. I just want to say that I'm very interested to see what Mike Kalinowski we get. The last time we saw Mike Kalinowski in our kingdom, to quote Friday, he got knocked the fuck out mm-hmm. by Kevin. Satton. Badly, he did badly. He was, and shaking. it was great to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Shake he was shaken, he was stirred, he was to go up on it, but and then he came back so far in teams. And I would say that he still isn't doesn't seem to be the old KO yet. He had a little bit of swagger, but chance was the one who really kind of took him uh, on his on his back and helped carry him through these matches. I don't know if we have KO back yet. I don't know if he's got the confidence, he's got the swagger enough to really make it this far in the tournament. Now, is this a round one match? He's got the warfather Alba who I would definitely say he's definitively better than just by his studying alone, absolutely. But I'm wondering what this match does for Mike's confidence, and I wonder where he is. I do think he'll win over Warfather, who's what I picked. Who I went to pick the other one, um, but I'm very intrigued to see where we are because Mike has a long journey ahead of him. I will say last last thing I will say. He does have a little bit of swagger back, and now that he knows that Corruption needs points, Corruption has struggled with points, and he kind of said, "I'm going to put chance on. I'm going to put chance, and I'm going to put it on our backs, and we're going to just get some points for a team." He wasn't going to be in the IG at one point. There, I remember one point at the beginning of the year, he said he wasn't going to play in IG, but now because Corruption is over behind, he's like, "I got to play IG we need points," so he's hungry for it. Well, that translates to the swagger and the success. We'll find out. I do have him winning. But I'm interested to see where it goes from there.
1: So I'm Come intrigued on. with this going in with that because you mentioned that he's hungry, but a lot of that has to do with his faction, not necessarily with Mike. Right. And I think Mike needs to be there for Mike. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, say what you will. Sure, I, the odds are definitely heavily in his favor. It would be yeah. it would be an upset for him to lose. But Absolutely. I, on good faith, cannot put Mike in as the winner because I still have Elba going in, and in a strange upset, I have Alba winning, mostly because. Mike has always said every time that he loves it when I cheer against him. So <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> like you don't well. want to disappoint him. Yeah,
1: yeah can
0: not disappoint Mike. No. Listen,
1: behind all the things, Mike. <laughs> I love Mike Kalowski. He's a great dude behind know. the scenes. I listen, listen one of the sweetest dudes. Anytime I'm at a showdown event, I'm telling you, him, Zipper, and a couple other people that also all tend to be IG are some of my favorite people to talk to. Yeah. You guys are absolutely great. I love this division. But when we're talking showdown and we have to go into it, I've got to talk shit on Mike. Um, because Mike's continually said, you know what, it just makes me stronger, makes me player, or makes me be a better player. Okay, good. I want to be a better player, Mike. Put show up and show that you're going to be the Mike that's a champion, not the Mike who got knocked the fuck out by Smets on that match. All right, get out of your head, be there for you, and play like a champ. Prove me wrong.
2: I want to see that too because I want to see him get back to that level because that's the match I want to see. I want to see, I want to see Smetson and KO again, like with, with a Ready to go, Mike? Or ready, uh, not in his head, Mike. And then I want to see Zipper knock him out. He's yeah, at There you go. Mister Mister Zipper will knock him out. Mr. <laughs>
0: Zipper. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: okay.
0: Yeah, I feel I feel he's gonna win this one. I Mike is a very strong player when he's in the right mindset, and even against even though I feel like these two players that could be possibly going up against him are also very strong. Mike's just been, he's been scary strong in the past. Like it's been maybe been a while since we've seen him there, but he's been there and I, I think he will win it. And I think that is the confidence boost he needs to do better in future matches. Now. I don't know whether he'll go, I personally don't even know yet really how far he'll go through that, but I think that first win is his. And I think it's important so I I do have him winning, and I think it w- I will help him overall as a player with that confidence that he feels like he's kind of lacking lately. So.
5: Mike is a great player, uh, obviously. You know, I, I can't say that he's not, uh, but he's not unbeatable, as we've seen. You know, he is a very strong player, but he is not unbeatable. If luck is not on his side, if he gets thrown, things can happen in a match that he can't prepare for, you know, Uh, you just never know. Um, That said, I do think that he is going to win his first matchup against, either Greg or Warfather, and the reason I think that is because I am 100% confident that whether it's me or Parker, a member of the dungeon is, knock Mike, is knocking Mike Kalinowski out of this tournament. That's wow. what's happening. That's wow. what's happening. If he somehow makes it past that. me, then Robert Parker is going to take him out of the tournament. So right. Mike can win that first matchup. It's fine, because when he runs up against the dungeon, his luck's going to run out.
3: What?
5: Well, uh, one other thing I will add, just a thread in there as well.
2: Mike doesn't have the focus of corruption. Shannon's taken over as the focus of corruption. Shannon kind of can take that heat. Mike has always had that kind of issue with the fans, sometimes getting to him. not, like he said, that when they booed him, he wasn't ready for it. I mean, granted, he's not going to hear the fans. And he gets
5: emotional. That. He's invested
2: like, he and he emotional. gets emotional. Yeah. It's a
1: strength and a weakness of Mike's, really. It? Yes.
2: But Shannon can kind of be able to kind of take that over. Shannon's like now they're focused, and she can take care of the fan side, and Mike can kind of concentrate on playing. So that is an interesting aspect, too. And I, I don't know where this whole fits in the recipe, but I think it's in the recipe somewhere. So I'll have to find out. But so that ends the round one. So let's, uh, let's break it in there. It's getting to round two, then. So we can go back to their side. Now, we all picked the same one for the for the first round. So we both have the barbarian facing Janine the Machine. And I'm Jeanine. sorry, Janine. I love you, Janine. I, I do think Janine's great. So. Oh God, Janine is like the greatest. She's human, the greatest
0: human ever. She's amazing.
2: She's amazing. <laughs> Despite what Jake Acuff says, OG Action Army.
1: Yep, but, okay. Yeah, <laughs> OG. Oh. Stay wild on this platform.
2: Janine has
1: In there from the beginning.
2: Yep. That's true. You love that. but <laughs> I gotta say, I just, I I, 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 I have a hard time seeing Barbarian lose at this point. So I just have a hard time seeing it. He's done so well, and everything's done. Again, a few matches, but I I got Barbarian. I I hate to say, I love Janine. She'll put up a match, she'll put up a fight, she'll struggle, but I think Barbarian's got this one.
0: Yeah, I also have Barbarian take it. I think if Janine was paired up with multiple other people on this bracket, she could have gone past round two. I truly do, but just the Barbarian, like we've said earlier, he's scary, he's a a beast. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's going to be really hard for a lot of people to get past the barbarian. So I do have him winning it.
5: I think he is scary, but I also think that we are operating off of a fairly limited set of information when it comes to him. Right. Um, Right. Whereas with Janine, as much as we've seen her luck break against her several times, uh, we know what a dedicated player she is. We know how invested she is in this league. And I really think that she is gonna work her ass off to win this match. So I'm actually gonna go Janine.
0: Wow! All right, love that.
2: I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset about that. Cheers. I want
0: Janine to win. She's who I'm rooting for. <laughs> <Not> one, but...
2: <laughs> this. Uh, just
1: flip a coin for me, man.
0: Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Right. <my> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's call it for one of this before both of their first round matches even say anything. We're just going on the caliber of player they are outside of the division. E is a division, a hell of a division. So, to say that either of them technically has an edge before we see either of them have a match, I think is bold. We're making predictions that I think they're sure. better players than their first rounders, but they're. Solid players against each other. Now, for me, you tell me that Barbarian wins or Janine wins. I'm surprised neither way. Um, God, I don't know. I, you know what? Just to even the odds, I'm going to go with Janine on this one. I, you know, hey Janine, if, all right. If you're telling me who's hungry, listen, Barbarian. Uh, he can he can lose in an IG tournament and still be crushing it in teams and singles and still be conquering all the way through on that. Now, that Janine can't. But you know, if Janine's going to put a run to sit there and invest herself at the IG. I mean it's just as likely the other way around. So I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put my money on Geneva for this one just to be on the other side of that. I, I'm I glad you guys are. I, you think guys are. are.
5: I think Barbarian is one of those players kind of like me who loves geek movies, but his love for movies runs much wider. Um so I think that in singles and teams I would never bet against him. Um <laughs> but uh but in In Your Geekdom, I just don't know if it's gonna be the same story. I'm just not sure. Right?
2: I think so. You're absolutely. absolutely right. It's just not. It's just it's just a gut feeling I'm going with. I do love Janine. I hope she, if she wins, I'll be ecstatic for her because I okay. think she deserves the. She deserves everything. Every win that she has, and she deserves a lot more in the league. And I hope she just takes off soon and gets that. Gets to that level that she knows she can be at. That we know she can be at. Yeah. Um But we'll
5: have to see. We'll have to see what happens with that. And and like you said, I just want her luck to turn. I want her to yes. have this amazing run. You know, it's that's really cute. She
2: deserves it. She really does deserve it. She, now she puts so much in the league, so much into her, intro, in her introductions. She's been there forever. She's always behind the scenes. She helps everybody out. She's one of the greatest, strongest women players we have. It just – she, she, she deserves it. All right. Um, we'll move on to the next one. It, it will be Robert Parker versus either Paul or Chance. We both – we had a couple <laughs> split decisions there. What a mess. <laughs> what? mess this whole little part. <laughs>
5: Look, you guys, it's gonna be Robert Parker. Parker. (laughs) Whoever wins that Chance Paul matchup is running up against instant death after that match. Like, it just. Parker's gonna be fine. I would
2: say that (laughs) Paul and Chance are fighting for the chance to lose to Robert Parker. Basically, that's all it is to it. They're gonna be happy winning. Whoever wins will be happy they got to beat their other uh, enemy there, whatever, their rival. But like like Mr. Zipper said, it's all going to be downhill at that point. I think Robert Parker, again, wins, hands out.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like there's much to discuss with this one because I'm <laughs> the same, though. <laughs> I have Parker winning for sure because that boy's is scary. That, that man is just – he's going to kick butt. And it's like I can't wait to see him through this tournament because yeah. I definitely think on that side of the bracket, I Yeah. Well, I guess we'll I, would like, going,
2: but. <laughs> I would like to see Eric Necronic, Necronic put uh, Eric's quote in every one of the promos. Parker's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> every one of the promos, that's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> Parker's gonna be fine.
3: He'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> fine. This
2: match is so hard for
1: me. Like, God bless all these semifinal matches onwards because not only is this one person from my fantasy roster, this is two people in my fantasy roster <laughs> <laughs> each other. So at this one, I can only hope that both of them just do super excellently and give me all the points. Um, God, but former champ, out of division. I, I don't. No, no, Rob Parker's. He's <laughs> Parker,
3: gonna be fine. Be fine. <laughs>
1: Listen, if I if I haven't personally worked with Megs to crunch the stats on Parker's stats from Fanlings even all the way to Showdown stuff and see it, oh god, Parker's gonna be fine. Damn, it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's made a new t-shirt. <laughs> oh, <don't forget
1: laughs> I want him to win. I want Oyama to win. This hurts me both ways. But God, if you tell me if you, if you told me Oyama was gonna win, I'm more surprised that he yeah. wins than Parker here, and that's where my ego goes. So.
2: All right, all right. Let's move on then to the next match in the tournament. Would be either Brandon, Hannah, or Saul yeah. versus Alex Damon or Eric Jen. So uh, I will take my first. I had Saul. Last minute change. Saul versus Alex Damon. Again, this is interesting to me because I wonder if Alex can be rattled in my end, if, I, if it, we're going to base this fact that I have Saul versus Alex, I wonder if Alex can be rattled. Alex is very low-key, very seems like a stone-cold killer, but I don't think he's ever really faced anybody like a like, like a Saul who might throw some antics his way. Um, so I, I want to see that. And, and Alex has a little question, if he's questions his confidence at all in your kingdom, because he's not in Star Wars, and Saul can take advantage of that, I could see Saul taking that. Um, but if I had to predict... I'm going to predict Alex Damon. So I just think that Alex has more of the Stone Cold killer vibe at this point that I think he will take care of business at least at this level still. So I'm going to go with Alex Damon beating Saul. If Alex were to face Hannah, I actually think Hannah would be a harder struggle. And it's kind of a weird thing, but I think Hannah would get under Alex's skin like Saul would in a way. uh, Brandon has the, Within him to be a heel, like mm-hmm. a, like a, as far as like he he he's gotten that level where he can hit underneath hit underneath a little bit, um. So I think Hannah has a better shot at beating Damon, but I still think Damon Damon takes it.
0: Yeah, I feel similarly. I think if Saul does win his first, that he will actually lose to Damon, and then if Hannah beats uh, Saul in the first, I think Hannah beats Damon. I don't know why. I just feel like just the way those the players seem to match up together. It's what my gut's telling me. So since I picked okay. Hannah earlier, I have him beating Damon. Okay. All right.
1: Echo Chamber. Can I get a round of applause for great minds think alike, guys? I'm, I 100% <laughs> agree. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's more so if I'm looking at Hannah versus Damon, then it's it's how their heels, how their psychological game is played, right? I don't think Saul's aggressiveness plays as well against Damon. Because, uh, again, I think Damon is just a lot more centered and he doesn't have to worry about the character or acts so much against you know, Saul and Hannah. That's two characters battling it out on top of doing all those showdown stuff. Mm-hmm. Damon has never looked like he's ever had to worry about it. Um, and I don't think that he's going to start sweating it now. So I think for that, the psychology piece of it alone, I think Damon's got the
3: effort the for me.
5: I think this is the most uncertain corner of the bracket. I think the top right corner of the bracket is for sure the most anything goes part of this tournament. Um, I I really have no idea who is going to come out of that corner of the bracket. I really, for whatever reason, I have a gut feeling that either Saul or Jen is going to go on a run. I think we're going to see one of the two of them really surprise people and, and maybe come out of that bracket the winner um or come out of that corner of the bracket the winner um but it's just so hard to say it's it's really the chunk of the tournament that i feel least qualified to predict because it's just it's just weird it's just who knows it's like uh i yeah i think you're right though that damon is a very stoic player and it'll be interesting to see if anyone can get through that to see if <laughs> anyone can get through that stoicism and rattle him or shake him at all uh would be would be i'm curious.
3: Okay.
2: okay. Well, that's, that's, uh, then we're going to the next one, which we're going to talk about a certain Mr. Eric Zipper again. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Eric Zipper against Mike Kalinowski is what we mostly think that Dylan did go with Alba because he wants to, he wants to fuel KO's fire. I get that. Yep. Yep. So, Zipper versus Kalinowski. I like the confidence that Mr. Zipper is showing. <laughs> I am loving this confidence. And like I said, I haven't been proven. It hasn't to me. I haven't. I'm not all in on Ko being back. Um, The first match may give Ko a step back in that direction of confidence. Winning that match might be it. I gotta tell you, there's something about Eric Zipper that's convincing me right on the stream. (laughs) I got to not (laughs) here because. I had, I had this as like an in-between match before, but because of the confidence levels, I'm loving what you're – I'm listening to Kaiser. You're talking about training with Smith, training with Parker. Ko. Okay, well, I'm not completely sold on being back. I, I'm going to go with the upset and go there. I think it's going to be an upset, but I'm going to go with Eric Zipper. I'm going to say Zipper's going to take the house on this one.
5: Thanks, man. No problem.
2: All right, all
1: right. <laughs> here's the here's the real thing, right? Mr. Eric Zipper, It's going to be just fine.
5: Just just fine. Just fine. Fine. I'm going to be fine.
1: I can't wait for the banter for him and Alba. It's my game, pass I can't wait for the smooth humor value of just two nerdy guys hanging out, answering some questions. But at the <laughs> Zipper is the dude, all right? Like, he has got it going on. He's about to get his group back. And he's going to be just fine, guys. Eric Zipper, just fine.
5: Just fine, just <laughs> fine. That's my new nickname, Eric Just Fine <laughs> <Zipper>. <laughs> If you use that in your pros, I'll absolutely love I'll
3: die.
0: <laughs> All right, this one is hard. I think it really depends on what Mike we get. I really do. I feel like if Mike just gets his zazz back and he's full on in it, he, he could take it. But if we see the mic that we, I feel like we kind of have lately where he is kind of struggling, even in teams a little bit, he's not been as his, his usual self that he has been before. Like you can see that. So I think it depends on his head space and also what you guys say to each other while you're on at the desk. Because if you say something that's going to make him doubt himself, maybe that will cause problems and he will get in his own head and lose. Um just, just to be contrary, I'm going to say Mike has it, but I really don't... I think it's honestly <laughs> this. It's, I think it's 50-50. It just depends on where Mike's head is that day.
5: Yeah, I'm not... Look, I'm not... I'm confident, but I'm not foolish enough to say that I'm a sure thing in this match, <laughs> right? Like, obviously, Mike is an incredible player. I think... I have a chance against him. I think that there is every chance that if things go my way, I can take this match. I feel good about it. And mostly I feel prepared. I think that's the biggest part of it uh, is just making sure that I'm going into it, feeling comfortable, feeling ready. Um, And I do. Uh, So as much as, you know, I, you never know. Mike's a great player. He's a great opponent. That said, I'm not scared. Me last year, I would have been scared, but now I'm not worried about it. I'm just excited for the fight.
2: I love that. I love that. And that's why I have you at this point. I'm I just think oh, you're just relaxed enough. You know, you got the zen about you. I think you gotta uh, look I've gotta be
5: relaxed about at least one thing in my life, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So. All right. Well, then that's what we have there.
2: Only Kelsey is going against you, and uh, we'll move on. (laughs) It's okay. I'll remember this, Kelsey. It's fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. It's
0: fine.
2: Kelsey's not just fine. (laughs) Kelsey's not just
0: fine. I'm not fine. fine. (laughs) I'm not fine at all.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. (sighs) So, that brings us back to the other side, and the other side, we're going to go to the next round. We would have, at this point, either the Barbarian or the Machine versus just fine Robert Parker. Um, <laughs> I will say right here that when I first saw this the tournament all the way down, my mind went ahead. This was the match I am hoping was hoping was going to happen. I really want to see the Barbarian versus Parker. These you seem like they're those two flashiest rookies, all Ben got it aside because he's had a lot more matches. Um, but these guys are absolute – I know that's Bibiani. These are beasts, wild beasts ready to go. Parker has the solid advantage, I think, because of her geekdom. But I think Barbarian will give him the best match that he was that he will have seen so far. Um but the theme of this show, Parker's gonna be just
5: fine. <laughs> I think you all know exactly where I stand on this. <laughs> At This point. I think we do. I think we do. <laughs> Dylan,
2: and are you just fine as well? I mean, man, here's
1: here's what I'll say. Even though I had Janine pushing in for uh, this match, just out of pure want on that one. I mean, it's, again, like I said, it's such a 50-50 for that match in general. I do think low-key I want to see Barbarian Parker's match more because I think that says so much about the, the rookie of the year determining thing, right? I mean, Goddard's in the lead for right now, but those two in that match – I I think either one of winning those. And then I honestly, that momentum as rookies going in, they could steal the whole tournament just from that match alone. Um, They would have to beat Eric Zipper and that's, you know, TBD. But uh, (laughs) God, guys, Parker's just going to be fine, man. I can't. (laughs) Also, Parker's the one I have on my fantasy roster. So no matter what, I'm going to push (laughs) Parker. Of course
2: you are. Of course
1: you are.
5: (laughs) When in doubt, go with self yeah, preservation. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I
3: am going from fifth to first. Screw <laughs> y'all. I got the money. <laughs> Damn
2: I hate that you picked Parker before me. That's all I got to say. I wanted to.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Mr. John Kaiser, who gave me such a wonderful tip at the draft. He just said, pick Parker, you idiot. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and I did. There you go. And as a result, you'll be just fine.
1: Just, just fine. <laughs> Dylan, just <laughs> fantasy roster watch here. <laughs> All <that. laughs>
0: All right. I Sorry. do think this will be his closest match in the showdown. I think it's going to be the, the closest run for his money he's gotten. But Parker's going to be just fine. <laughs> there you
2: go. That's a clean sweep. He's, he's of just
0: fine. On. He's going he's to win. It's good. he be closer <laughs> than usual, but he'll win. <laughs>
2: can we talk to Christian about changing He's not going to be the spider anymore? We're just call him Robert just, just fine. <laughs> can we this whole
0: dungeon
5: to fine? Yeah, change all the dungeons just fine?
3: Yeah, change all the dungeons
0: just
5: fine. I'll run it by, I'll run it by everyone. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> the like, it go other thing. But... The yeah.
0: dungeon,
2: we're just fine. We're doing this Well, that will lead us to the other side of the bracket. And this is the one we're all kind of all over the map here. We don't even know what our finals are. We all have different finals. It's either some division of Alex Damon or, or Han Arsvall versus Eric Zipper or Kalinowski.
5: I really um, think that either me or Mike can handle anybody in that upper right-hand corner of the bracket. Um, I think that whoever wins that lower right-hand corner is winning the entire right-hand side. That's my personal feeling, is that I think if I can make it through Mike Kalinowski, there's nobody in that upper right corner that I'm worried about. Okay, there you go. So, uh, well, we I mean, know. you guys can still you guys can still talk about it. <laughs> that's
3: fine.
2: That's fine. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Kelsey. I'll let you go first in this
0: one. All right. Well, I had Hitman winning up um, on the upper bracket. I, I think I have to agree with you. I think whoever wins out of Kalinowski and you will be taking whoever wins out of that match as well. Um, I think you guys will either of you will have a great momentum going at that point, and I feel like both Hannah and Damon. Can be rattled a little bit and either you guys can rattle them. So I I do agree. I think either you or KO would win that one for sure. Okay.
1: This is this is an interesting match because there's so many XYZ factors to get to like this match in itself, right? I think Hannah does better against pretty much everybody else in the bottom bracket, but I have Brandon I have Brandon and Hannah losing and I had Saul going, but then I have Alex beating Saul because there's a rock, paper, scissors thing there. So all of that compiles into this weird, like, Alex Damon versus Zipper match. And Zipper's going to be just fine, guys. Like, yeah. It's, it's going to be a fight. Listen, all right, I've got Zipper over Alba who beats Mike round one, easy. And uh, then we go exactly to that point. You're you're fighting in a bracket that you took out a former champ on, a former IG champ on, and you're beating a guy who beat that guy. And now you have Zipper going in with momentum, something we haven't seen before. That's going to be scary. It's going to be the scariest thing this league has ever seen before. And with that in mind, I don't think that Alex's IG performance is performing well enough to outperform what I've seen from Zipper, what I know from Zipper. Uh, So I'm going to call me a madman. Call me a sucker because he's on the show. Call (laughs) me a sucker because he's not on the show. I love Eric Zipper. Uh, I think that Zipper – is going all the way to finals. I think we're gonna get a crazy dungeon versus dungeon matchup on that. I'm getting ahead of myself, but
3: that would that's, be interesting. That's
1: me. that's me. What do I know? I only talk about showdown for literally a living, so whatever. I don't know. Okay. I don't know anything about this thing.
2: Okay, I, I want to talk about a couple different scenarios since we are this side has definitely been a lot more, uh, so we say fluid than our other side of the track as far as. We're stear- right. rather on this one. <laughs> If if zipper beats if Mr. Sorry, Mr. Zipper beats Kalinowski, which I had him doing, and he faces Alex Damon, that's gonna be a very intriguing match to me, because I do think that again it's gonna come it'll come down to the wheel.
3: Mm-hmm. It'll come
2: down to the wheel slices. If Damon does spin his Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, he could slip by Mr. Zipper. Um I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna be completely shill here. <laughs> but like Dylan. that's uh, okay. I do love this Zipper. <laughs> yeah. But if it doesn't go Okay, his I can way, handle it. I can handle it. 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 It's fine. <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> if it doesn't go his way, then I have zipper winning. That's it is gonna be up to the round round two wheel. If it's Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, Damon is by. If it's not, then zipper wins handle. Not handily, but enough to to get by it and everything. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with I will predict zipper because I don't because the likelihood of him getting Star Wars or Lord of the Rings is you know two out of ten or whatever it is. So I'm gonna go with Mr. Effort as well, although one last thing I do want to bring up in the possibilities, uh, I did see in the chat if Saul were to make it through and Oko okay, were to make it through, Saul versus Kalinowski would be a very oh my god fun, entertaining, <laughs> back and forth disastrous that's possible it. match. <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
3: so not, I just want to put it out there that it is would
2: a
5: be, a cluster it yeah. be a glorious clusterfuck. it would be a great way to play a glorious clusterfuck.
2: Sorry, play. what were
5: you what were you saying though? Give me
1: that as a number one contender match for whatever reason in a live event. First
3: live
1: event. <laughs> I, I, I don't care how far they make it in the serve. Just give them a the number one contender match just because
3: I want to see it.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I will say that if Hannah happens to make it through, I would actually think Hannah had a shot of upsetting Kalinowski as well. I yeah. do have that in my As much as I don't, as much as I hate right now. <laughs> uh, but overall, like I said, since we're going the way we went, Zipper in the file versus Robert Parker. And there we are. So now we have the final, the dungeon final.
3: Dungeon
2: all right. final. I want to leave this
1: and one. I, uh, you know, you're going to leave this one? I've been shilling all stream, buddy. <laughs> all stream. Zipper, buddy. Robert Parker's going to be just fine. I had a feeling that was what you were going to (laughs) say. Come on, it's Robert
3: Parker.
5: (laughs) Look, there's exactly one person in this bracket who scares me. Mm -hmm. And it's Robert Parker. Uh, I do think that there's a very solid chance of us having this dungeon versus dungeon finale. And I think that would be amazing. I would love to go up against Parker in the finals. That would be a dream. That said, the amount of preparation I would have to do to be able to beat him is huge. Am I willing to try and to put in the effort to prepare and to take that match? Absolutely, 100%. I'm not going to just roll over and let him win, right? I'm not going to just write it off and say, well, I can't do it. I'm just going to have fun. No, I'm going to do my best if that ends up being the situation. But that said... Robert Parker will probably be just fine.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Kelsey, what do you got?
0: That, that's how I, I pretty much in my mind was who Robert Parker is no matter what, going to make it to the finals and then beat whoever makes it to the finals against him. I did even like not even look like just even just for my knowledge, Robert Parker, I'm like, well, Robert Parker's going to take the tournament. Like, duh. So I am of like the mindset. I think he's got it.
3: Okay.
2: Okay. Um, let me see. I have to go on and do it. Yeah, Robert Parker's going to be just fine. I'm sorry.
5: I'm God tired. damn it. God damn it.
2: <laughs> I am sorry.
5: Sir, that's okay. I can't say it.
2: <laughs> it's a win win. Dungeon comes
1: out on top. Kaiser acts up points. I get my points. It's
5: all good. (laughs) Our point situation, if that ends up being the finals, the dungeon's point situation is going to be unreal. It's going to be amazing. So either way, what's best for the faction is what's best for the players, right? And so either way, I think if we make it to that point, then people are going to really stop giving the dungeon a hard time. Like, I think that we are about to show that we are own the Inner Geekdom division. It's our division. We have the champ. We have me. We have Parker. It's ours.
3: Yeah,
1: it is very incredible. true. I, you know, I still though I still say uh, Parker Parker is winning it in my head. But a zipper with momentum is somebody we've never seen before. You never know, dude. Like you never know. You never Parker's know. But Even I life,
5: never know. Yeah, you <laughs> don't know either, man.
1: That's a lot of unknown to go into that finals
2: but what a finals it would be. Now have you guys talked about this possibly? Have you I mean I'm sure you've got you've had to have like a conversation about what would happen. Yeah.
5: We haven't really. Um as far as like who would manage who or what the situation right. would be. Yeah, uh, exactly. we haven't we haven't really had that conversation yet. Um I don't know. I I don't would it be a I, I feel like the obvious answer would be to have you know Kaiser managed one of us and then Smets managed manage the other. Um, I, I don't know if there are rules against that or whatever. Uh, I would also love to have Adam Witt in my corner as manager mm-hmm. if it came down to it. Um, he's like an upsettingly delightful person. Uh, I love Adam. So I, I so uh, will take
1: so much out of this time, out of this stream if we talk about, start talking about how much we love Adam. <laughs> yeah.
5: <Right. laughs> for my match against Stacy, he showed up not only with that Lebowski sweater for me, but he had the White Russian ready to go. He had sunglasses. He like showed up and was just like, "All right, here's everything you need. Off you go." Like, so. If it comes down to having somebody in my corner, there's nobody in the dungeon I wouldn't love to have in my corner. If it's Kaiser, great. If it's Smets, great. If it's Witt, great. Either way, I think it'll work out. So yeah. what, about,
1: what about this? Here's a crazy right-wing pitch, right? Just out of nowhere. Mike
5: Kalinowski manages
1: <laughs> Eric Zipper against... Nah. Bar- no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> you know, four champ who loses right off the bat to you. He's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna vote you for it. But he wants Parker to lose so much. He wants Parker to lose so bad more than anybody in that whole bracket. He would be he would tell you tips you've never heard before. Tips that like, <laughs> has been holding secret for so long, you'd be like, listen, I don't care what it takes, I need Parker to lose this match. All right. I I'm, mean
5: what? Never say never, you know?
1: Never. never. Also do that on live event because I need to see this at a live event. <laughs> <laughs> And then have
3: oh, him as a play later. All right. That's the dream
2: part. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So I will ask one more thing. Like, if anyone, obviously Parker keeps saying he's going to be just fine. If anyone was to know any weaknesses at this point, it would probably be someone in the dungeon.
5: Is that correct? Do you know if he has any weaknesses at all? I that mean, if I knew of his weaknesses, I obviously wouldn't tell right. you. Well, uh, that said, <laughs> I don't know if he has weaknesses. He'll be fine.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, oh wait, what?
4: Oh boy. Oh, there we oh. go. Oh, 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 oh boy. Oh, you know some comments here. I just want to make something clear. We didn't come on to this interview, this podcast, this whatever this is. To have our factions named drug through the mud by some intern from the st petersburg gazette i'm talking to you up top <laughs> jimmy olsen
3: all right <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> that, that said zip's been done enough interviews in his lifetime he's enough of a star that he knows how to handle himself when people try and take shots <laughs> My mom, the show is just to get roasted by Kaiser. Any point, Kaiser? Everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Mr. Kaiser. Paul, how's the plunger business? Well, doing <laughs> <laughs> super well. Me and my brother Luigi got it. We got it we well handled. yeah. Kelsey, how are you doing? I'm doing
3: good. Hi. It's always
4: nice to see you, not your friends so much. She <laughs> <laughs> up a joint. Uh, yeah. You're bringing it down a
3: little
4: for. bit. Though, I got to tell
2: you, you got, you're right. bringing it down just a little bit. We went from
1: a gin joint to a PBR joint real quick with guys are coming on in, but that's what <laughs> but love. Yeah, I love PBR. We're here in Kentucky. This is all we drink. So
4: I'll take that. I like PBR. Okay. No. Listen, I don't want I, I don't want any sneaky questions. I, I don't I don't want any bullshit. I I was spent the whole night in the Gucci verse, and you know honestly. <laughs> Thank God that I only have to do a show with that man once a week, because if it was a daily thing, I'd be dead by Tuesday. <laughs> That's uh,
2: you're giving yourself a lot of credit making making it Tuesday.
3: hmm
2: <laughs> You're uh, the Gucci first. They had a nice show last night, and uh, the after Shop, the Patreon after show, that lasted well, all night long, pretty much as you would expect. It was uh, quite a quite was, a thing. To see.
5: Uh, was Gucci wearing a shirt tonight? <sighs> I think he started with one on,
4: and then by <laughs> hour three, I think it came off. <laughs> yeah, about that
2: sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Well, Kaiser, we did just go through the IG tournament, and we did have uh, we picked it's going to be a dungeon final. You'd like to hear that we have Mister Eric <clears throat> Zipper facing Robert Parker in the finals. Yeah. I agree. What are your thoughts if that happens? What are you thinking about managing wise and everything else? Have you thought about that? Who would you manage? And- you
4: know, honestly, I, well, you manage them both. I mean, who, who, that's how it goes. I'll be there for both guys, and I'm going to help both guys. I'd give them their best chance to win. You know, I'm not picking one side or the other. We're all a team. I mean, clearly, I've got the best inner geekdom lineup in the entire league, and so now we get to prove it with this tournament. I mean, this tournament time is my second favorite time of the year my first favorite time of the year is the NCAA tournament. Cause I can actually wager on that. I can't wager on my own sport, sadly. So the Schmodown tournament is my second favorite thing of the year, uh, other than the NCAA basketball tournament. But uh, I don't know, I don't know if you're, you're, you people are aware of what you're seeing in history in the making and the rebuilding of Eric Zipper, the Z1000. I think we should change his name to the Z1000. Um, the man is an absolute triple threat in three divisions. He's, uh, he's basically turning himself from uh, Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters to, uh, to what's his name, uh, Mark Wahlberg in the Spencer for Hire reboot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about either of those comparisons.
3: <laughs>
2: but take Okay. I think mean, you got to do what you're told, Zep. He's,
5: he's, he's brought you
2: this far. Go, go, with, go with what he's riffing here. Uh, it's yeah. true.
5: I'm in the <laughs> deepest levels of the dungeon, and I would love to see sunlight again someday. So.
4: You know, when you're oh. coming out here, you're calling this guy unlucky. I don't appreciate that either, especially from a guy who's broadcasting in the bathroom section of Lowe's trying mm-hmm. to call out my guy as being unlucky. <laughs> kid, that played, kid, kid played one of the greatest games in his life. Uh, oh, yeah. He's on a whole new level, and I can't wait to see the damage he's going to do in this tournament.
2: Is there anyone you're looking forward to seeing Eric play on maybe on his side of the bracket before Parker? Anyone specifically that you really want to see him put his uh, put his, his nuts up against? You know?
4: What did you say? Put his metal up against. You oh, know, put okay. His, I thought you said something weird. Um, it sounded like you said <laughs> put his nuts up against <laughs> Then I really wasn't wow. sure how it
0: felt. You know, okay,
4: the, so the, nothing, we try to leave that sort of thing out of the dungeon. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sitting your ball bag around the table. I don't think anybody needs to see that. But um, <laughs> I think I, what I would like to see is uh, I would like to see Zipper get a piece of Kalinowski so we can finally pound that that faction into the ground. I thought I killed him off last year, but I guess there's some remnants of it left. Um I'd love to see Parker or Zipper get a hold of Hannah. Um I'm I'm pulling for Hannah until he gets to the dungeon. I would like to see him beat that one name imbecile Saul, um Saul Bunyan, <laughs> whatever his name is. Uh, um I'm I'm a hit, I'm I'm on the team, I'm on the hitman's side. I like this new the new the way he's rebuilding himself. Uh don't get me wrong, I mean I'd still give him a slap if he got out of line, but I have to say I'm pulling for him. I think he's got a lot of moxie. I think he's ready. I think he's hungry and uh so as a fan of the IG tournament, I'll be looking forward to seeing what he does.
2: Is that someone you'd like in the in the dungeon at some point?
4: Well, you know, it, it, I probably I would I could see him in there for 2 weeks and then I probably want to kick him out. Um <laughs> I don't know how long – I'd like to see him in there. I don't know how long he'd, he'd make it, but, you know, it'd be, it'd be a testament to him if he if he could make it past two weeks. I don't know if he can hang <laughs> with a zip. I don't know if he's got what it takes. Uh-huh.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, we also have a couple other matches that are going to be on the table this week. So we have five matches we're seeing this week. We are going to see the Barbarian versus Machine. Cha- uh, I'm sorry. No, wrong. I've got the wrong thing up. Let me take that back. We're Father versus Alba. Barbarian versus Lavic, Damon versus, uh, versus Kemp, and Hannah versus Saul. Um, and then we are the Star Wars match as well <clears throat> with Scrimshaw versus Demolanta. So what do you think about those matches? Anybody, anybody looking forward to the Star Wars match this week?
0: I'm always excited for Star Wars. Star Wars is one of my favorite divisions. I get so excited to watch it. I am so pumped for this tournament. So, oh yeah, I'm super excited for that match. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm.
5: I'm excited for everybody to see what Adam Witt does in the star Wars tournament, Gosh, because man. I have been privy to that guy's preparations and he is about to break some brackets. He is. Good... Yeah. I... That's all I wanted to say. Keep going zip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. I'm done. Nothing else needs to be said. Cause that's just what's going to happen. So that. our training. Mm-hmm. Se- you gotta, exactly.
4: If you talk to zip, our training sessions, the last few weeks have been intense. Um, it, we they go they go they go three four hours at a time sometimes and uh, everyone we did one where
5: to... we got we ran through probably a hundred and fifty questions. Mm-hmm. Wow! It was yeah, it's, it's a, lot. a lot.
4: The good news for me is I can still make baked ziti while they're quizzing each other. So sometimes I can kind of <laughs> handle my business in the kitchen. I, I like I like to move a lot when I'm in these. zippers that I look like a shark on Skype because I never sit still when I'm always moving. <laughs>
5: He literally—I cannot tell you how many laps of his place he must have done, and that wasn't just a random example either. During our last session, he straight up was making baked ziti. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> I still want the eggplant parmesan you were talking about. The
4: I, yeah, I, I, I owe you. I owe you. I owe Zipper first. As soon as he can, he can get out of uh, Club and Draco and get down to Manhattan Beach. I want to <laughs> give him some baked ziti. Hey quick uh, Zipper, have we figured out if Draco is in the CIA or not? Cuz I think I still think there's a good chance.
5: Look, man, if if there's any evidence of that, it's hidden real well, but who knows? I'm just glad I'm on his side.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's got that vibe to me like Donald Sutherland and JFK. He just knows a few too many things that I probably shouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs>
5: There's not something know. in his eyes. There's something in his eyes deep yeah. down. You're like, what does he now? What you know? You know, the, the bookshelves and the DVD shelves are extensive, but I haven't tried pulling each and every one of them out to see if any of them open, like, a secret passageway or anything, so maybe I'll give that a shot.
4: You might find some <laughs> microfilm inside of Rocky and Bullwinkle or something, <laughs> man. <I> mean, <laughs> did Leonardo DiCaprio voice, uh, voice uh, Bullwinkle or Rocky? Who, who was in that movie? <sighs> God, no, I, don't, I don't know. Here's a five-point question. Who voiced Rocky and Bullwinkle in the reboot movie from 19... I, I don't know what fucking year. Uh, that think. was 2000 and
1: Yeah, the five? most recent one. Five? With one of them Seth Rogen. I feel like one was Seth Rogen. That would just make sense to me. I don't
3: know. I
2: that so. sounds like it would be good. I don't know if it would be or not. So That's
1: why I'm here as a podcaster and I'm not on the show, guys. I'm not going to get that five-pointer
3: ever.
2: Uh, you I do want to say... Jake, uh Jake wanted me to tell you, guys, that he said he wants he wants you to be ready to donate $50 to Care Rescue when Saul beats Hannah. Do
4: you know something about that? Yeah, I've got a Jake or Jake going. I got an, uh, a bet going with Jake. Uh Ike Ovetta, another guy who's probably a double agent for the Kremlin. Uh I got a I got a bet going with him that the hitman is gonna take out uh H and R Saul. So, you know, I think. <laughs> I, you know, he thinks. I think Saul's going to probably be a tough competitor, but you know, I drafted him. But then once I had some of my buddies at the de, uh, Department of Defense run a background check on Saul, I was like, I don't stay away from this guy. He's a little too shifty for me. Got a little too much heat on him.
1: Too shifty for Kaiser and the yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a statement.
4: <laughs> we do have a code. It's not necessarily ethical, but there is a code. <laughs> HR wouldn't approve, but it does exist.
1: So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Dylan, I think you were actually going to tag out, you said correct. You had to get going yeah, down.
1: Yeah, the, the things are getting hot in here. Kaiser, there's too much talent on here. <laughs> on here, so I need to take away from some of this. I need to class up the joint a little bit.
4: Well, so. wait one second. The guy, the, smart, the smartest man in the league, the Nerd Chronic, had a statement, said, Kaiser, tell us what the dungeon is going to do in these two tournaments. I'm going to tell you what the dungeon is going to do. We're not gonna lose a match. The only way we lose a match is if Zipper beats Parker, Parker beats Zipper. That's the only way we lose the match in this whole tournament. I wouldn't be shocked to see Adam Witt competing in the finals. Um, he's ready. He he's he's said things to me in, in, in a in a language far, far away that I don't understand or care to. Like, uh you know, I like my comfort movies, I like my Return of the Jedi. And then when I want my, you know, when I want my uh Private Ryan version of Star Wars, I go to Rogue One. And then other than that, I'm not
5: really watching those other Live action coloring books and
4: shit—that's not really my
5: thing. Rick <laughs> <Whit laughs> loves Star Wars so much that he okay. even loves Rise of Skywalker. So yeah. I don't yeah. even know which one that is. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, exactly.
3: Yeah. Number nine.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, but the class up to join a little bit more. We do have another guest of our own. Uh, bringing on to the stream, my favorite, uh, my favorite co-host. No offense, guys, but she's my more my co-host than usual. Miss Danielle Ramirez, he's my co-host on Chills. She's going to pop in. We're going to say goodbye to Dylan. Dylan. Later, guys. Later,
1: chat. Hey, Dylan,
4: Later. Dylan, think twice uh, next time. One. Next time you want to come on this show and besmirch my faction, think twice next time.
0: <laughs> That's, That's why we're replacing him. We're replacing with Danielle.
2: And you're canceled. Bye.
0: Yes. <laughs> now we got Danielle. You see the that kind of power lovely. I have in this thing?
2: <laughs>
6: nice
4: people listening.
6: Absolutely correct. Because if I can think of um, of any faction that is going to dominate this uh, inner geekdom division, there's only one, one faction that ever comes to mind. When you think of inner geekdom in general. For the last year now, at the very least, there's only been one faction ever that you can think of when it comes to inner geekdom, and that's the Dungeon. So the Dungeon is coming for this tournament, not only with Robert Parker, your future Rookie of the Year, I said it, Um Ben Goddard has has definitely shown his chops for this half of the year.
4: Far be it for me to give one of the Mouseketeers uh, a plug, but the, that kid Goddard is having a pretty good rookie year. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I say his he's, first half. He's, he's earning his stripes. Um, he's a little bit of a big mouth, but other than that, he's playing well. That's right. Whoa. Wait, whoa, whoa.
2: Oh, Kaiser, you're calling someone else a big mouth?
4: You know, look, I, I I speak truth. I, I'm I, I'm I'm a classy individual. You people got it all wrong. You just think because I got a bad attitude, that means I'm some kind of jerk. It's just, I like to get my way.
6: No, I feel you, Kaiser. Because as someone who has a slice, I understand what it takes to get a slice. And here it is, y'all. I think that Ben Goddard has definitely been in contention for Rookie of the Year for this first half of the year that we've seen. But I think that it is definitely, absolutely, 100% in the Dungeons corner in this Inner Geekdom tournament. Because Robert Parker and Mr. Eric Zipper are going to dominate in this whole tournament.
5: It's true. People wanted to give Kaiser a hard time about the way he drafted. Uh, but here's the thing. Given the situation, I mean, sure, maybe he didn't draft great if there wasn't a pandemic that caused the league to basically just be an inner geeking tournament. Am I saying that Kaiser saw COVID-19 coming? Not necessarily, but I'm not saying he didn't. You know, I have bloodlines to Nostradamus.
4: <laughs> on my, mother, my mother's side, on my mother's side. <laughs>
6: <laughs> kaiser Domus. <laughs> <Thomas. laughs> kaiser damas i love this i love this fish mode down thing
4: i don't think someone's not getting enough credit in this dungeon lately and that's kevin smetz because he's coaching he's training these guys like, like 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 i was watching the bruce lee documentary today on 30 for 30 and just watching how he brought his art and philosophy to so many people's lives and how bruce lee was certainly one of the best if might be the, the best martial artist who ever lived but he's also one of the best humans that ever lived Uh, He reminds me a lot of Smets. He's got these guys in shape. He's showing them different methods. He's helping to to coach uh, Zip a little bit. And Him and Parker are trading questions. He's also the unified champion of the year. If anything, we came out of a pandemic with the unified champion of the world because he beat the farmer, the cowboy, and that rug rat. Uh, What's his name? The Star Wars champ? Damon. Damon. He beat him too. So Kevin Smets is the unified champion of the world. We're we we we're going we're, we're, we're going to go champion through the the unified champion of the world, and he's doing his part in this dungeon to coach these guys, and I couldn't be more proud of him.
6: Okay. Uh, Kaiser, really quickly, I just want to add to that because um, it, no, I just personally feel like no matter what in this Inner Geekdom tournament, it's going to come down to dungeon versus dungeon because when it comes to the belt, it's it's either going to be you know Kevin Smets versus someone else in the dungeon. That's just kind of what it's going to be like, and can't on
4: Mike Kalinowski. You know that kid's got a chip on his shoulder, and he wants to play. I wouldn't be surprised if he's punching holes in his own wall right now while he's watching Fantastic Four. He, he's ready to play. <laughs> he is.
3: That's
4: what I was talking about earlier. I was actually mentioning that earlier. I
2: don't. I don't know where his head's at. I want to see him come out and be the old Mike, Mike Kalinowski, I have the swagger if he can can't pull it off. And,
4: can't ever count him out. I no, I, I'm not
2: counting. I never count him out. I just want to see it. I want to see him come back with the swagger. That's that's. Mm-hmm. The,
4: so you know what I'm saying? You probably should get a new manager. I mean, I would, I would be, interested- <laughs> I would be interested in trading for him if he want. I mean, if if, if there was a deal we could put together, I, I think I could do something with that kid. You could. Oh, I wonder if she'll trade him.
6: No, I mean, can can you handle the attitude? Could you handle the attitude coming from either Mike Kalinowski as? Uh, as someone who is a part of your faction, could you handle that type of attitude? Look, or I already, could I, you handle the I, type I, of attitude that Shannon Barney would come at you as a manager I from already, that whole I, I side
4: already, of it? I already rescued one member
5: of Corruption. I think I could do it again. So, <laughs> Also, when it comes to Shannon, I have a life rule. Uh, I'm never going to be scared of anybody with a ukulele. So. Yeah, fair.
0: <laughs> That's a solid life.
4: Oops, I, so I, cool. I well, you know, this is coming from a guy who ran from a goldfish before he knew me and hung out in my dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> is that true, guys?
6: i not by that at <laughs> all. Woo. All right. It was a
5: big goldfish, okay?
6: All right. Uh, the Schmodown is obviously against ukuleles. We see that. <laughs> well,
2: both, which is the market.
4: Who he manages? To this guy's asking the same question you asked. Who manages? Who I manage both. You see, I come out well, and they're their and they're their own player. They're going to play their game, and I'm going to give them the the best advice that I can. And whoever may the best man win. But is I that allowed? I don't think I have to do. What do you mean? Is it allowed?
2: Like I know when, when Gucci did his thing, it was either like they couldn't they didn't want to manage both people because well, He made a mistake,
4: he should have been managing both guys. That's on So him. you're gonna
2: you're gonna push for that. Okay. So I don't, no, know, I'm with, gonna I don't do, know what to do. I'm gonna, gonna,
4: gonna do, gonna do like. that. There's no pushing. That's, that's that's the rule. It's called uh, it was it's, it's section thirty-four of the Schmodown Down handbook. I got it right here. I can go get it for you if you want to see it. <laughs> Somewhere back there. <laughs> All right, well that's that's good to no, it's good to know, because you
2: don't want to be the Gucci situation, because that was definitely one of the biggest mistakes he's made. That led to a lot of communication issues within
4: the uh, the whole hey we're a team. A yeah. win for one of us is a win for all of us. Now I, does zip want to get a belt on his shoulder? Absolutely. And the great the great thing is he's got three chances to do it in three different divisions.
2: Three different divisions. Okay. Well actually one quite one last question I did have from the chat I want to say, D Morgan. Did, did has uh, Ben got
4: or try to steal your bagels? are you talking? Zipper or me? I'm talking <laughs> to you, isn't there <laughs> Is ben, is ben Goddard, is he going to steal my bagel? No, he's not going to gonna, he's not gonna steal my bagels. I don't, I don't, this whole bagel thing has gone too far with this kid. People need to find a new joke to run on this guy. The bagel <laughs> thing is like, I mean, I'm going to start calling him muffins. That's going to be my new nickname. So <laughs> ben, muffins. ben Muffins Godard. I'll just say Godard. Godard.
6: Godard. Yeah,
4: Benny Muffins.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cal- <laughs> on that note, I think I gotta go. I got some more studying to do. You know, I gotta return to the deepest depths of the dungeon. But thank you guys so much I for having me God, on the show. If
4: I catch you cheating, watching a Halloween movie or Texas Chainsaw or one of your normal go-to's. I will. Ke- I'll make you sleep on the porch,
5: man. One of these days, I'm gonna have to watch some good movies again. Kaiser, come on. You gotta some Oscar winners, man. Not for Please. the next couple
4: weeks, pal. Not for the next couple weeks. I need all you doing. Right. I I sent you the drill. I hope you're running my drills. You should. You're supposed to be recording them and sending them to me so I know you're actually doing them. Okay. I don't see nothing for you in two <laughs> weeks. Don't duck me. All
2: right. Not to throw Mister Zipper under the bus, but did say you didn't want to didn't want to watch Jonah Hex again. So I don't know, maybe want to push that on a little bit.
4: I didn't say again. I said I will not <laughs> ever
3: <I can> watch
2: <laughs> Jonah
4: Hex. <laughs> See zip now. That's how they're gonna try and get you. One of these slick question writers is like, now we're gonna throw Jonah Hex because we know he he's because he's given us this, you know, like screw it. I'm never gonna watch this. You're gonna get a quite now you gotta go. See, that's what you're doing now. Now you gotta go back and watch the movie right now. Right <laughs> now. I I watch Jonah Hex right now. And I want I want you to stream yard yeah. me in and I'll watch it with you in the background mm-hmm. just so right, I, know I know you're me. watching it while I finish the Bruce Lee documentary. There as long
5: you as we can talk shit during the movie, I'm I'm good with that.
4: Zipper, you can I, say whatever you know. You know me, man. You know I think you've got a great voice, whether that be singing, comedic, uh, <laughs> whether you're trying to hail a cab. You know, Zip. I think you're, you're you're a talented kid.
5: Well, you never. You've clearly never heard me sing, but thanks, man. I know you've always
2: got my back. All right. A lot of people swear I don't think they can sing. You know, Jake I thinks he can sing as well, but he got his ad kicked <laughs> and Spence. Uh... The Little Mermaid show off but he, yeah,
4: yeah. I'm always, I'm always oh, that Jake, Jake Icavetta thinks he can personal. sing. He sounds like he's been gargling battery acid for three days. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Wow. <laughs> All right, Eric. Well, thank right. you so much
5: for coming on the show. Later, you guys. Uh, love to have you on again at
2: some point. we will get in
5: definitely.
4: Day, so. Zip, I'll check nice in time.
5: with you at about three thirty in the morning. Sounds good, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: perfect, perfect. Well, there we go with that. Calves, it's your show. Take it off.
0: All right. Well, at this point, I think pretty much what we have left is one of my favorite segments is Call to the Network, where we talk about all the cool shows we have coming up this week on our channel. So starting tomorrow, guys, what do you guys have on the chill?
2: Well, we have chilled action with uh, the one and only RB3 Robert Butler the uh, third. that should be a very interesting fun time on chill. We, we need to chill with with RB3. So that's, because, uh, yeah. that's what I'm, I'm like.
4: tell him I miss him. I look forward to seeing him once this uh, bullshit is all lifted. For sure. Absolutely. Laugh of an angel. Laugh of an angel,
2: so. Yes. There you
6: go. <laughs> very much uh, looking forward to that.
2: And then um, the week after that, I'll say, actually, I'll put, we'll put a We have the other uh, barbarians going to come on the
4: next week after that. So uh, it should be a, a fun time. Fun woo! Time. He's the only guy with any class in that <laughs> fart stock exchange. I got to say. <laughs> like, I-, I like that kid. I got to say, it's hard to hate him. It had been Elvis together. You know, I got to love Elvis. So. Yes. Kelsey, okay, what with, else we got?
0: And see. then on Wednesday, I believe we are going to start having schmo baits again. We did have a hiatus, um, but okay. I believe it is going to be Billy Belford versus William Bibiani, which will be a fantastic. Him.
2: They both can talk, I can tell you that much. When the beast doesn't stop talking and Billy Belford and he gets angry, he just starts <laughs> like talking louder and louder. What, what and are louder. they going to
4: debate? Their favorite flair of Doritos? What, what, what is the question? <laughs>
2: They're not been. They have not been released yet. They get released the day of, so we can give. That's repairs. gonna be entertaining. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. I wish, Any, I the, wish that the we beast, knew those questions.
4: Listen, anytime the beast opens his mouth, it's entertaining. So, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's informative because he got
2: that guy does more than like people have forgotten. To be honest with you,
4: yeah, he's he a lunatic. Everything. He's a lunatic, but he's pretty smart. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, agree. Uh-huh.
0: All right. And then we have a bunch of matches happening this week. We may react to some of them. I don't know. That's a lot to react to. So we'll see. But we, post, but we will post social media and let you know if that is happening. So keep an eye out.
2: Alex Mack is our queen reactor. She's been doing She's a lot of her our Queen reacting. reactor. Oh, Danielle wanted to step up a few times, though. She won't be reacting this week, right, Danny? Maybe. 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 <laughs>
6: <Come on>. Maybe. <laughs> Good to find out. <laughs> we all talked about it, but I don't like to make any promises. <laughs> all right, fair
2: enough, fair enough. All right, that's our, that's our. Paul's network, yeah.
0: though. Uh, yep, and you just called in on Sunday. It's where you'll see us here doing our thing. We have a lot to talk. Well, a lot to talk about. Yeah, you,
4: did, you did the right thing, by by the way, Paul, by firing that intern that you had on their show earlier. <laughs> What's his name? Well, you know, I, What's his name? I, Charles.
2: Dylan is his name, but it uh, does look like a Charles. I can give you that. I would actually think his name is Charles.
4: I think maybe that Charles. might be his name now. We'll make his name yeah, Charles.
6: His name is Charles.
4: He's gonna <laughs> Charles and He's going to have to find a new job.
6: <laughs> you know, because matcha. you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you all what. A little behind the scenes of C2A. Charles does the least <laughs> out of <laughs> any of us. That's right. Charles does the least. Out of any of us.
4: He's taken so many sabbaticals. Charles, Charles <laughs> Dillon. Charles Dillon. Uh, I'm there you there never a man with two first names. <laughs> Charles,
6: Charles Dillon, Dillon. absolutely does the least out of any of us. That's an inside joke for anyone at T2A. Dillon is it's the Char- best.
4: If it's Charles Dillon, Dillon, Dillon Daniels, if he's got three names, Charles Dillon oh. Daniels, that means you just got to lock him up. That is. That's
2: very true. That's what. It says.
4: Yeah. I can't go. <laughs> yeah. That is playing a guitar and a bag of moonshine somewhere down in the south. Oh, I bet you ran up. With a few bad, with a, ran up with a few bad guys with three first names in your day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah.
6: I've been through the desert on a hearse with no name.
4: A hearse? The <laughs> thing that they dragged the dead bodies around in?
6: No, a, a horse.
4: Uh, oh, you said? I thought you said
2: hearse. <laughs> I like hers to me too, but uh, that's to totally change the song around. But
6: uh,
2: <laughs> I don't date my hers.
0: All right, And our final segment of the evening, which is going to be a lot of fun, is questions from the chat. It could be chemo related, it could be life related, it could be movie related, anything you can think of. Super chats and stream labs do take priority, but go ahead and send in your questions, and we will ask them.
2: And Kaiser's always willing to talk to us. Okay, any yeah. Kaiser some questions. Give Kaiser the
4: hard questions, because I want to see him sweat. Okay. You know, yeah, I, like I told you, I was in the Gucci-verse for three hours. Now, that's about two and a half hours longer than I want to be in there. Like, I try to – I know they need help. I know that Finstock Exchange needs help, and that's why I show up. It certainly isn't for the money, because they don't have any. They're just broke over there. <laughs> but, you know – as everyone knows, as everyone knows when when we're not competing, Tom Dagnino is one of my my, my near and dear friends, so I got to show up and help him out over there at the late night with Gucci and Kaiser. I don't know. I think we're going to probably do it next Saturday. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll put it out there. We'll try and do it once a week.
2: Yeah, I think that'll get that'll work. I mean, you guys had a great show last night. I'll tell you that much. From what I could, say. I only got to watch a little bit of it, so it's working. All right, Telstra's
4: trying to get to the questions. No one wants to hear you talk about last night.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kaiser, hey, Kaiser, you're, real on quick. you're on my show
4: Kaiser. now. On my show, Kaiser.
6: All right. Paul. Paul. Yeah. yeah. No. Kaiser, Kaiser. Okay, Kaiser. So, uh, uh p- <laughs> off-topic question ish. So, uh, your face is a little red. Have you been to the beach? Have you been out? Have you been enjoying this kind of summer so far, Kaiser? Tell us, tell us what you've been doing to enjoy this Corona summer.
4: I've been at the beach five out of seven days. I'm a little red. Um, I've been trying to get out there and and uh, either do some do some walking or running, one or the other, depending on how much beer I drank on Skype with Dagnino the night before. (laughs) Running or walking or maybe a brisk walk, uh, also I do that because that's when I listen to all the songs to try and figure out what my next set list is gonna be for my Kaiser Radio Hour. So I think I got one set list and I take a run and then I completely changes. So yeah, I've been out at the beach. I live across the street from the beach. I'm very lucky that in, 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 during the, the COVID blues, you know, I've, I've had the beach to rely on.
6: Nice, nice, nice. It's awful when I'm
4: sweating, but then again, I, I sweat in the, in the meat section of Vaughn's. So. <laughs> Here's a question.
2: Uh, who do you want to see as possibly a new manager? We have a new manager coming. Who do you think should uh, step up and take the reins?
4: There's only one answer to that question. Yeah. And I think we need to see a, uh, a player manager, Brandon, the Hitman, Hannah. I think he should, uh, <laughs> I think he should just take over that faction. I think he should be the guy for the job. Um, I, I like his swagger. I like his moxie. Um, <clears throat> he's a he's, he is a bit of a jerk, but I, I'd be curious to see what he could do with the, with, with a, his own franchise.
2: Ah, oh, that's not the right. I thought you were going to go with that. I actually thought of doing a player manager too, but I thought I might we'd go with Ken Knapsack in, in charge because he's had the
4: experience before at least. Yeah, you know, I think you. I think listen, Ken is a treasure. Anything anything you can do to get Ken in the league, whether he's playing, managing, you get him in there. He's probably the best talker. You know, while I while I will acknowledge that um Dagnino is certainly the greatest manager of all time, by you know, per his record and his accolades, I don't think anybody's ever been better on the mic than Ken Knapsack. So his latest promo was awesome. I that was, Yeah, he's he is, he, he's a G. He's a G. Definitely. Definitely. And now that we don't have to compete against each other, I can like him again. <laughs> Unless of go. course we run up against him in Star Wars. So we'll see. Sure. All right.
2: Danny, who do you have? Do you have any any choice on manager
6: for manager for the new, of the year?
2: No, no, for a new manager for, for the year. Now that we have RMB no longer managing, so we have to have a new manager step in.
6: Oh, um, I don't necessarily know. Um, I'm kind of in the camp that like I just kind of want to see where this all kind of plays out. I very much will always be on Christian and Mark's side for anything that they decide to do with a schmodown and anything like that, however they decide that they want to take it. I will always and completely 100% agree with that. Um, I know that I think what I've seen a lot is like Ken becoming like a player manager, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, I I don't think that that would happen unless... Ken loses his uh, Star Wars match against Ace, so um, I like I I don't think that there could be like a manager and player at the same time. So that's why I don't necessarily see. Ken I think Hannah could do. It. I group. think Hannah
4: could do it. He's got he's got uh, he's got a lot of energy. He's uh, obviously know he knows study techniques. You know him and. Smets are sparring partners, so you know he knows how to study. And I knows. would
6: love that. Like, I've never thought of that at all. But if for whatever reason Hannah doesn't get to continue as a player in the Schmodown to see Hannah be a manager, I think would be amazing. Yeah. Like, that's that's a fucking wonderful idea and a great idea just overall because.
4: Well, that's only one of about a hundred great ideas I've had today, but I'm happy that I could share it here
6: with thank you. Thank you. No, thank you We're so blessed. much. We're blessed. And en- enlightened
4: mm-hmm.
6: eyes have opened up so many. Uh, thank you, Kaiser, for that.
2: I see an interesting suggestion in the chat. Somebody said Knights of Ken or possibly what about Jen Sturger?
4: No, so, no, 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 no! We got to keep Jen right where she is. She's the glue that keeps the whole damn thing together. No,
6: but here's here's the thing, Kaiser. Um, Jen has always had this Jessica idea that uh, I think a lot of us in the Action Army have always been akin to because. I would Look, love to see. Crushed. I she would love great. to see a Jessica manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't want to see a Jessica manager until we know a hundred percent that we're going to get Team Action back.
3: <laughs> so true.
6: that is that's my only thing against it. Like I think Jen. I think Jen overall, Jen Sturger. I think she would be a great manager in the Schmodown. I think she would legitimately be a wonderful manager. Inside of the Schmodown, she knows the game a lot better than a lot of people believe that she does or that a lot of people give her credit for. Whatever. It doesn't matter. She knows the fucking game. I think that she would be a great manager 100%. But if we were going to get a Jessica, then... I don't want that to happen until team action is going to come back. That doesn't right. mean that Jen Sturger can't be a manager to replace RMB for the Jugs, and however they decide to take that. Because I would still genuinely love that. I would love to see Jen Sturger as a manager. I want to see Jen Sturger as a manager. Oh, Kyra's a
4: good point. Kyra's a good point, though. She's she'd a she'd be great. She's I just awesome. don't want to see her there. I, I think – I think she's the great equalizer in this league. I think she transcends faction players. She's just too unique to lose and too important to lose in the position she holds because could you imagine the pressure if so, if for some reason Jen went on to to do something else, had a new show or something and she had to walk away? If I had to walk into that woman's shoes, I'd be scared shitless. That'd be <laughs> like trying to like, hey, we're going to do Mark and Mindy. Um, Robin Williams left. We're going to need you to step in and do it. Like it'd be suicide. So
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how anyone could fill her shoes. She's one of the best. She'd light it up. She'd be, she'd be manager of the year in, in one year. That's all it would take her. Absolutely. All
0: right. I agree with that Child 100%. Yeah, who? I'll I've, so. Yeah, I've kind of mentioned this in group chats and things that the odds of this happening, I don't think, are very big. But I, Brianne Chandler taking over as a manager would be awesome because I miss seeing her in the showdown. Well, Can she, work, she works in
4: the front office for us, so she already has a job. It's <laughs> okay. true. Yeah.
2: But I like to see her back on the camera as well. I think she has some good. Uh, her attitude fits well, especially with the, uh, the heels. Right side. behind the desk, man. She's a great mm-hmm. commentator. So she's good like, on the desk. She's Like Bob Costas.
6: Really, truly. Yep.
2: Uh, uh, Leah Logan wants to know if we have a favorite song from an 80s or 90s movie. Mm-hmm. A tough thing to
4: say. I, favorite I, I song? 80s, I songs. would go with uh, The the End of the Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Great
2: one. That's a good What's
4: choice. A, is that uh, Simple Minds? Who sings simple that mind. Simple Minds. Is it mind. Simple Minds? Yes. And is, is. the yep. name of the song, Don't You Forget Don't About you. Me, or is that just a chorus? Don't.
2: Uh, it's forget about don't me. Do I
4: don't even. Yeah. 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 And what was the I'll other? What was the other question?
2: Eighties or nineties movie?
4: nineties one. Nineties. Okay, here's what I'll say. I'll say even though the song wasn't from the nineties, can it be from a nineties film that uses a song from a different generation? Yep.
3: Sure. I would Go for it.
4: opening the Reservoir Dogs, Little Green Bag, would be my. Oh, name that's. Too.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I like
3: that too. Ooh.
4: Of course, me, I also
2: throw Wayne's World and Bohemian Rhapsody in there as well for the mm-hmm. same. Similar Nin- reason. Love, yeah, love the
6: Wayne. 90s have a lot of, um, I feel like the 90s and movies, uh, when it comes to respect of music, um, they are separate entities that extremely worked very well together. So you have a lot of music in the 90s that was really, really great alone. And you have a lot of movies that are really, really great alone. And then when you add a one random song into this movie, in the 90s specifically, you get this really wonderful collaboration that I feel like only the 90s has ever really been able to the 90s had a
4: vibe like the 70s it felt like the inmates ran the asylum again you know it almost as far as like because you think of the 70s you start thinking of movies like cuckoo's nest and french connection and midnight cowboy and all these like sort of renegade you know not typical studio films and in the 90s you had your jim jarmusch your robert rodriguez your tarantinos you had these young bucks coming up who weren't you know usc film brats they were kind of like just taking to the streets and making their own movies so 70s and the 90s are my two favorite periods in cinema and i think they mirror each other a little bit
0: yeah, yeah. all
3: right
4: uh let's so see we
2: got? oh dean
0: morgan um i oh i'm
2: sorry <laughs> sorry i'm
0: sorry no <laughs> you're Bye fine back. 80s i'm gonna go with this song is constantly popping up on my workout list so i hear it all the time it puts me in that mood of like the workout montage is like that and that's danger zone Oh, oh love, that song. love that song. Good one,
4: Cal. It's good one.
0: And then the whole soundtrack to Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. But I'll say Miss Misery, that song, because just like that's how he ends the movie and it's such yeah. ex- I love Elliot Smith, so that's like a really good wow. song. That should be Shannon
4: <laughs> for, Shannon from Corruption's uh theme song, Miss Misery. <laughs> <laughs> that
6: would be great. Yeah. I would love that hundred percent.
2: Uh, bring it back up now. Dean Morgan. Favorite black actor, actress of all time, Black Lives Matter. Okay.
4: I'd be a fool not to to say Morgan Freeman, my mentor and my hero and a man who gave me my career. That said, he's hot he's cinema royalty. Mm-hmm. I'm super, super, super biased on this uh, answer, but definitely Morgan would be my my numero uno uh on that list. Um there's so many. God, I mean, I loved Sydney Portier. I love you know, I love Idris Elba in the new school. You know, when Idris won won a um, not an Oscar, but he won a, what's the other one? The French, the, the foreign press. What, what is that one? Right. Um. Uh. Not the Golden Globe. Golden Globe. The Golden Globe. Yeah. Yeah. Golden Globe. When, when Idris won a Golden Globe, he sent a huge bouquet of white orchids to. Our office, Morgan's office, and the card just said, "Thank you for everything you did for me." You know, the uh, very next nice. day. So, very partial to Idris too, but he's also just one of the. I think he could end up being one of the best actors that ever lived at some point. Uh-huh.
6: Kind of I think for me, uh, definitely uh, Denzel Washington. He uh, just just a prominent like '90s black actor. So uh, Denzel was very much in there, Cuba Gooding Jr. And honestly, honestly, for me, uh, Gregory Hines. So- I to is
4: one of my favorite movies.
6: <laughs> Man, so I, I danced when I was a kid and I did tap dancing for a long time. And Gregory Hines was an actor that was always kind of prevalent inside of my brain. And, um, I know that, like, he's not some someone that a lot of people go to, but he's definitely someone that I personally go to a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah.
0: Okay. I love that. I love that. Her actresses, is, I'm going to go with Lupita Nyong'o. I think she is just magnetic on screen and so talented, and I love everything she's in. So I'm excited to see where her career is going to go from here. And then I'm a huge Sterling K. Brown fan. I love him. I think he is so good – and everything he's in, and he just brings a whole new level of amazing quality of acting in every project he's in. So those are the two outfits. All
2: right. Um, I'll throw some love. I also love Denzel, of course. Uh, comedian-wise, I love throwing watching Eddie yeah. Murphy movies. I just watched Beverly Hills Cop, and uh, mm-hmm. that guy the swag around him is unbelievable. we I were
4: excited. talking last night, I said he was my favorite stand-up comedian of all time. Oh.
3: Actually, yeah.
4: For
2: me, it's it's Murphy and Carlin for me. Though, that's
4: yeah, true. no, that's a toss-up. Like, I could see that dilemma. Um,
2: but also, New School-wise, actually, John David Washington has actually been uh, very impressed with him recently. I want to see what he's, he does in more and more roles in Black Clansman. He's, ph- he's phenomenal in. I uh, can't wait to see him in Tenet. Uh, he's, he's one to look yeah, out.
4: I don't know what to make of that Tenant trailer. I'm like, this looks really cool. But if it ends up being like that other overrated Chris Nolan movie where the Walking around on the <laughs> ceiling and shit. Uh with the, with the Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> That's Here's the thing, I, I'll tell you this, the the first two acts were okay. The third act was unwatchable for me.
6: Uh, interesting. Awesome.
4: It was like a video game. It wasn't even like a movie anymore. People love that movie. And I and listen, I'm a huge Nolan fan ever since the following, and Dunkirk is my favorite war movie of all time. So you're talking to a guy who loves Nolan. I just did I couldn't, you know. Couldn't get down with it. Something about it just set me off. Such can a waste, waste of Tom Hardy, too. Just sitting in a chair. He ain't really yeah. doing shit. Like, can I watch Tom Hardy throw a guy off a mountain or something? Oh. <laughs> what are you getting? What are you, you getting? A call at the the, the, dry, the dry cleaner you're working at? What do you got to go?
2: <laughs> <party>? <laughs> Love that, day. All right. Um, actually, can I ask you while I'm there, while I talking about Nolan, what do you think about Interstellar? I've always wanted to, because I, love interstellar but uh it's a hot take i hated the third
4: uh, act much like inception uh love the ride love the Mm. ride i didn't like the end um i don't think that i think that nolan needs to hire different writers other than his brother and himself because i don't think they write female characters very well uh what's her name with the short hair who's the girl Uh, audrey whatever what's her name Um, um Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. That's Hathaway. I, I felt like she was on screen crying for three hours, I don't even know if she had any dialogue in that movie. Like, I think <laughs> you could do a better job, that, that that whole franchise could do a better job writing female characters. I thought oh, Ellen yeah. Page's character was weak in Inception, you know, so I, that's a personal thing that I just don't think he writes female characters very well. All right. It's a tough voice to nail if you're a dude, so I get it.
0: That is true. <laughs> uh,
2: one of our favorite uh, – Chris Adams wants to know who your favorite undrafted team is. He, he he's,
4: undrafted team?
2: He, he's digging. He wants you to say the Cinefanatics are your favorite undrafted team.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. He's lobbying for himself. Yes, that's what he's that's doing. No, I love those th- – those guys are great at – like, if I need to, you know, order – uh, Onion rings. they are probably two guys that I trust to take my order. If if you know I had to buy a riding lawnmower at John Deere, I figure I could trust those two guys to make sure to give me the right one. Um, I've never seen them play, but I look forward to. Uh, they're. Very, I'll tell you what. I do like the two the two knucklehead brothers there. Um, I, I do like hanging out with those guys. So they're they're good people. I don't know much about their game, so they're they're gonna have to send me some some tape or something so I can check them out.
3: Yeah,
2: I, they're, they're, they're
4: knowledgeable they
2: are pretty knowledgeable so i we do like we like them and uh they're they're big friends of ours so
3: mm-hmm.
2: um interesting selection. i think where is it uh, Jake Yacovetta had something to say he said that you look like the worst red skull cosplayer ever i guess that's your red face yeah he was
4: okay. calling me the kool-aid man earlier which i thought was probably the joke of the night you know jake yeah i think <laughs> If, if we're giving out awards for best joke of the night, usually I, I would think I'd walk away with it, but actually in this situation, you, you got to give it to Jake. Speaking of which, I thought Paul a long time ago when I first did this show, you, you said it was the greatest, the greatest interview, the greatest performance, the greatest guest you've ever had. I would like to have a plaque saying that, you know, action army best guy could hang it on the wall. Like, so maybe you can have the, the next intern, you know, put something together for me.
2: I will. I'll, I'll, I'll I have to see. We have a long list of, uh, of applicants. <laughs> we have to go through it. I'll go through All right. so it. So you see who's there for it. So uh, let's see. Uh, question Is there any chance that one day the normal Schmodown schedule for every week will look like the schedule for this week? Has that ever been discussed? I'm guessing he means because it's so packed this week. It's so packed. Yeah, but I'm going to guess that's going to be a no because this is a special thing because we postponing everything last week and everything else. Yeah, we I'm got a- to
4: we got a doubleheader on Wednesday. Catch up. Right. We get to watch no, Wit get his first win in the tournament.
3: Yeah,
2: Wit versus, versus Molly Damon. It's going to be a fun match to watch.
0: Anything
2: else in the chat? Oh, there's a... Leo Logan wants to talk about his 80s song was Take My Breath Away from Top Gun. Good one, Good one yeah, Leo. Is very
4: nice, cool. nice call, Leo. I think I that wasn't. was like the first time I saw like sex in a movie was either that scene... Or Jewel, the not no wait, "Romancing the Stone" was probably the first time I was like, "Whoa, dude! Like, they're getting it on, man!" I, you know, I was kind of shook me up. with the Belinda Carlisle song, you know, that was a that was a great scene. Can you imagine being the cinematographer on that movie? Holy shit! Oh, oh man! Probably had to excuse himself after that uh, <laughs> six or seven <laughs> takes. There you go.
2: Uh, they also did Robert Adams from the set Two years of playing along this road out Plenty of tape for you to watch. So he's ready but he is also Lord of the onion rings. <laughs> there you go. So like that's it from the chat. Yeah,
0: this like that is from the chat. So thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday. We really appreciate it. It was a very fun episode. And so I would like to thank our guests. Sorry with Eric zipper. He was amazing. I'm so happy to join. And then we have the amazing Kaiser. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you coming on and giving us some words of wisdom. Well,
4: in, in, in a world with so many bad shows, it's nice that there actually is one that you can rely on, that, that it's going to be run well, it's classy, you know. It's nice to put a couple bucks in Paul's pocket so we can buy, you know, peanut butter and, and, and jelly tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need it. So I'm, ha- I'm happy to help out.
0: I'm
4: very appreciative, my friend. Very appreciative Thanks indeed.
0: so much. And where can people find you online?
4: You talking to me? You can find me uh, at Kaiser Says So uh, on the Twitter, and then you know if if not, just send a smoke signal. I'll have somebody intercept it. Uh, we got the Kaiser signal; we're working. I want. It. I'm trying to get like a dungeon bat signal situation, so I can just shoot that into the sky, and they can all come running. I don't want to have to call everyone and deal with call waiting and all that crap, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
4: At Kaiser says so. That's it. And the Kaiser Radio Hour on Vimeo. On Vimeo. That's mm-hmm. true. People are having a hard time finding on Vimeo, but
2: I found you right away. Vimeo, John Kaiser. Yeah, so people don't
4: understand that if they literally Google John Kaiser and Vimeo, I'm the first motherfucker that pops up. It really ain't that hard to go through my videos and find the radio shows. That's it's true. not like I have a whole uh, library catalog. There's only about 15 videos up there. So, Absolutely. So, All
3: right.
2: Okay. Uh, you can find me at Paul underscore Denunzio on Twitter. You can find me on this show and to uh, Action every week on this channel. And you can find me in the Action Industries YouTube channel, ben, ben Bateman and Drew Guy. I uh, do class action with them every week uh, on Saturdays generally. So uh, that's – and I started my own product today. It's still out there too. PLD Products is my own YouTube channel I'm starting. It's going to get some more content pretty soon. I'm developing things. So
4: keep an eye out on that. What's your first episode? How to make milkshakes, or what are you, what are you, what are you leaning into?
2: I'm looking into. Well, actually, the one thing I'm going to do specifically is I'm going to do the Harris stance, My favorite actor of all time being Ed Harris. I'm going to go mm-hmm. through all of his films, uh, his big appearances in the film, break them down through his eyes, and kind of see how his trajectory has gone over the
4: over the years. I thought you, I thought you'd be teaching people how to unclog their sink or something if they had something go wrong That's with the pipes. New-
2: that's my other show. That's the secondary mm-hmm. show. <laughs> the one with the niche audience, that's more of the- uh, Your
4: regular character. Mr. Fix-It.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. You know, look, at the mustache that screams that. You know, it screams plumber, so. hmm <laughs>
0: all right and you can find me at kelseykins90 on twitter and instagram also on the call to action podcast instagram so you can interact with me there you can follow us i'm starting to try to get better about posting pictures and things um t public we've got merch we also have face masks apparently so if you want right. to call to action face mask you can do that on T public apparently so that's pretty cool and I do have my own YouTube channel. I am kind of on a hiatus right now while I'm trying to reevaluate what shows actually want to put on there. But if you want to subscribe, just search Kelsey Kirkland and click on my face and subscribe. I really appreciate it. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday evening and we will see you next week.
2: Later. Take care guys. Bye.